Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we proudly welcome you to Just About Anything. And here's your host, Joe. That was excellent. <laughs> that was too good. I'm good at radio voices, oh, man. man. One, of, one of my many, yeah, sure, one of my many yeah, talents. Yeah, Why not? Yeah, own it. Can I have your autograph? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring a pen or paper, so this might be a little harder than I planned. You sign the but... coaster. We'll talk <laughs> later. We'll talk later. I don't charge much to friends. Oh, nice. Roll up the sleeve, and then there it is. But uh, people probably are like, who is that voice? Because they've never heard it before. I've got a Mark here. Mr. Mark Whitaker. Hi, Joe. Hello. <laughs> How you um, doing? I'm doing great. I've heard so many things about you, and it's been... This is going to be fun. This is going to be dope. Um, next to you, though, is the man who cannot appear on the show by himself. Uh, the, the one and only Gabe. I'm in your spotlight, Gabe. Apparently. I'm in it. I'm in it. I just, I love the fact that that is going to be a thing now. It's, it's awesome. As I still have that thing up there. I, I don't know if I'm sad about that or not. Mm. I think it, no, it's fine. It's funny. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know. But, you know. One maybe I just want my opinions. To it's be gonna heard. happen at some. You know, that's just mine, <laughs> not Mark. What about we already on Mark's opinion? About Jonathan. He's perfect. Oh, fuck Jonathan. I don't care about him. <laughs> doki 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 doki. Oh man. Um. So I guess I talked to both of you at one point about a different kind of video that I still haven't had a chance to make yet because it's hard enough to to plan two people <laughs> to get here True. at one point. Planning three people. To get here at one point, dude, you're you're talking to two so, connoisseurs yeah. of D and D. We yeah. know we <laughs> know the scheduling tough. challenge, um, but I do still want to do that at some point. I think it'd be super fun. But in the process of doing that, I learned that you guys. Well, I learned from talking to you that you're into the the, the weeb stuff, and I found out that you're also into the weeb tattoo stuff. Time. Oh, tattoo, ta- tattoo time! Oh, tattoo time! Tattoo right, time! All right, hold on. Here we go. Okay. Cool. Oh yeah, it, I have it, not seen all of it. So it goes, it goes around the whole thing. I can't see a third of it, so we'll see if I can remember. <laughs> uh, so I've got my my X Men up here. Yep. Uh, grew up on the '90s X Men cartoon that right. was showing my age a little bit here, but that was a big part of it. So I think we're probably close to the same age. Okay. I'm I'm a little older than you, so? from what I know. Oh, okay, I, I know. Okay. I know. So. Okay. <laughs> I've listened to your show. I know. Right. So, oh. um, so oh, nice. got X Men up here. Uh, this is the Persona Four. Uh, Yasugami High right, logo. That's the one that threw me for a loop. So. Yeah, a lot of people think it's the Mercedes logo. Apparently, there's some similarities there. And admittedly, they're supposed to be like a little kanji that the artist was like, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm not effing doing you that." You want to know what I thought tiny. it was initially? Sure. It's really bad, and you're gonna hate me for it. I thought it was like some weird Mangekyo like thing, and I was like, "What?" I didn't remember seeing that in the show. So what is that? And now I'm, I'm happy to be wrong. <laughs> happy to clear that up. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon down here. I mean. I was the correct age when the first Pokemon games came out. Of course, Legend of Zelda up here. We got our, our Harry Potter representation. Batman. If I have to explain Batman, I've come on the wrong podcast. <laughs> Just leave. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, very timely. We got that, that remake coming yep. out in April. Uh, up here, I know, is the Mass Effect Renegade symbol. Apparently, I am one of... I don't know if you saw that came out a week or so ago. No. They finally released the data on like the number of people uh, who did Paragon versus Renegade. Apparently, Paragon was like seventy or eighty percent or something huh. like that. So I'm part of the Renegade minority. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe below that we have the uh, the Star Wars Rebellion 
symbol. Yeah. And uh, below that, we've got my my claim to fame, One Piece. I so the wrong word was used. He said weeb, and I jumped the gun. I think it's just nerd. Yeah. It's just... No, yeah. I I use I use the term weeb in the best way possible. <laughs> I I'm there too. Like it's I don't I don't I don't think of it as like a, a negative thing. Oh, I guess I mean, when we if were that young, is what came yeah, off. Yeah, sure. When when you and I were younger, it would definitely oh, yeah. was not. Yeah. It was not a cool thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but like to me now, like I anyone who's still using that as like in a negative connotation is just that's funny to me. It's not like I don't hear that and go, "Oh, you asshole! How dare you call me?" I'm gonna punch you. I'm gonna punch I don't you. know, like so hard. I don't know. If, <laughs> granted, I think that's because it's mostly people in our generation that are using it. If some like forty year old was like, mm. "Oh, you you freaking weeb." I'd, I might actually get my hackles raised I, a little bit. I think I'd still laugh. I think I'd laugh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be. Okay, no, that's fair. Now yeah. I am picturing like a forty-five-year-old. You- <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, you mentioned that was your claim to fame. Yeah, you have a podcast. Yeah. So, gosh, almost almost two years ago to the day we, Damn, we launched Feb- late February twenty eighteen. Um, so I. For a very, very, very long time, and I'm sure we'll talk more in depth about sure. this later, I've been really into the show One Piece. And when my wife and I got married, uh, I tried... Congratulations. Un- Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I tried very unsuccessfully to get her to watch it for a while uh, until okay. I, I, I tried her tried and true track tactics. So many times if there's a show she wants me to watch and I'm just... Like not feeling it, whatever. Uh, but I'm not necessarily opposed to watching something. She'll be like, "Well, you can, like, you can be on your computer, you can be on your phone, do whatever. I'm just gonna put it on because mm. she knows yeah. I'm like I'm not gonna be able to help myself. <laughs> I'm gonna be looking at, yeah. at the bright lights and and the pretty colors and and <laughs> the like, pictures. Oh, and eventually, if she sticks at it long enough, I'm gonna get sucked in. Yeah. So I'm like, well, you don't have to watch. Like I I want to rewatch for me. So I'm. I'm going to start from the top and I'll put it on. I don't know how long it took, but there definitely was a point where I think it was like 20 or so episodes wow. in, which sounds like a lot. But again, it's one piece. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a drop million. in yeah. the bucket. Yeah. When I noticed she was looking at the screen more than she was looking at her phone. I'm like, yeah, I got her. I got her. <laughs> so there came a point uh, like she, we watched through the whole thing and. Another good friend of ours who lives up north came down to visit probably three or four years ago. He comes probably once a year and he came down. We had some downtime. I was like, I mean, you, do you want to watch some One Piece? I know it's like we can just start it. You yeah. mentioned you're curious about it. And he's like, yeah, sure. Why not? So we started watching. Got like 12 episodes in before he went back up. He reached out to us. Gosh, was this pre Discord? Gosh, this oh, might <laughs> this might have been pre Discord. I might be dating myself what a bit. On, uh, uh, Skype. I th- I think it. Dude, we laugh. I think it was Skype. It was probably was. If Intrello? it was like, was that the other one? This this would have been like six years ago that mm. this happened. I Teamspeak. Like, <laughs> I, I think this. I think six years ago it was just your. It, it would have been Skype. Skype and it's, voice chat. It, <laughs> this might have been before AIM died. It might have been before AIM died, so it could have been that. Oh, God, dating that's, myself more that's here. That's crazy. All right. All right. <laughs> Either way, he reached out, was like, hey, I'd love to watch more. So we started streaming some, got maybe to episode like 22, fell out of it. Didn't watch any oh, for like no. two years. And then he just approached me out of the blue one day and was like, hey, 
Like I haven't wanted to be pushy or anything, and I know it's been a couple of years, so we'd probably have to start from the top, but I really do want to watch more <laughs> One Piece. And I'm like, well, I know us. I know our track record. If we just go into this saying, yeah, for sure, we'll keep it up, we're not gonna. We're right. like, the same exact thing is gonna happen. I don't know how in my mind that became clearly the next logical step is to start a podcast about One Piece. <laughs> it's like, this is how we'll, we'll, we'll keep this consistent. That might have been I like, mean, yeah. part of it. And part of it is I definitely like the sound of my own voice. So yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll talk about this thing that I love. Yeah. Uh, and so I got him on board. I got my wife on board. And the conceit was just sort of, you know, me, the longtime fan, my wife, who's been with it for a little bit. And then him, the total noob, going through this ridiculously daunting series yeah. for the first time. So, so are you guys doing it like episodic, like by the episodes uh, that that, are, that it, you've watched? Or we would we would literally be at this forever, right? If we did right, one that's a week, what I was like. So. I mean, that's I mean, if if you want to make sure that you have plenty of episodes from the future, endless content, yeah. right? Like decades <laughs> yeah. and decades of content. We uh we break it up into chunks because we we all love watching stuff. It's real hard to just say, especially in this day and age, mm. to say I'm going to watch one episode of a thing sure. and that's going to be it. Sure. So we break it into four or five chunks. There was one time we did a chunk of eight to get through some filler. A lot of liquor was involved. Yeah. That's all I'll say about that. Um, but I think as of as of our last recording session, we just wrapped up talking about uh, up through episode four. 15, I want to say, somewhere in that range. Okay. Out of 1,600. <laughs> is it really that high? No, not at all. It's like eight or something? Nine. nine I, we're nine, in the nines. Nine, it's like nine, 920, Jesus. 930. Yeah. Wow. Like, I, I somewhat keep up with One Piece. I think the most recent thing I have can remember that I've seen, I don't even remember. I'm really bad with character names, too. Um, There was the girl, the little girl, who they went to the Wano... That, that's that's the arc that they're in, both right. manga and anime right now. Oh, wow. They're together? Yeah. I mean, granted, there's they're, like 50 chapters sure, worth of material sure. separating the two, but yeah. the, the manga's been in it for a bit. The anime just recently entered into that arc. Okay. That is the current stuff. That, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm there, but I know I'm like episodes behind. Like the last thing I can remember was like Luffy fighting that guy um, in the sumo. Yeah. Thing. Oh, no, dude, that's, uh, that's totally natural. Yeah. Like. This is going to be a weird thing to say, but the absolute worst thing to happen for us keeping up on One Piece was us starting a podcast about One Piece. <laughs> because now now Chris and I are so far behind. It's like, well, we already have a day where what we do is watch One Piece. Yeah. It's hard to say, hey, let's let's up it to two or three and just the two of us watch a bunch of One Piece. I'm sure like we've we've done little bits here and there, but it's oh, it's. We're we're falling further behind. It's mm. it's getting rough. I so what's I, I think you said it already, but I may have missed it. What was the name of the podcast? Oh, uh, we our podcast is called Peace Together. Peace Together. That's a great name. It's pretty good. Uh, with I, Captain I, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> with Captain. I've Mark. listened to yeah. it. It's I, good. I'm the Captain Mark. My wife's your navigator, Chris, and then Dak's job. Uh, he's our our third friend. He changes from week to week to week. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's hilarious. I. Hmm. I wonder. Have have you? Are you invested in One Piece? Like, have you, are you caught up with it? No. Nope. You're like Dax level. Like. Yep. Okay. Now I am. I used to, and then I uh, got sad, and then I did a lot of drugs at one point and lost all my memory of everything. <laughs> all right. Confession time. Yeah. It's fine. It's yeah. it's kind of great I have though. Zero memory. 
It's great. (laughs) It's great for me because we've talked about where you were when you stopped, but you don't remember anything before that either. So every time I talk to you about One Piece, I just get to talk to you like it's completely fresh. See, I (laughs) also really enjoy that too. Mm. Like, like I think One Piece is one of those shows where it's like there's no reason for me not to watch it, aside from the fact it's just too damn long. I love the source material. I think it's fucking awesome. Watched it for a long time. I just so many other things I want to do, man. I mean, I get that. Yeah. But I'm okay with people telling me, because I hate spoilers for everything. I hate spoilers. My roommate spoils everything for me. Yeah. So, I, or used to, I guess. Okay. He's better now. But the <laughs> point is, I hate spoilers, and it's funny, because One Piece is one of the only things I'm okay with people telling me anything about, but no matter what I learn, eventually I'm still going to watch the entire thing. I think there, there are a few things of media, or, or really good stories, I guess, that you 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 can spoil it for someone, but the the interest in how you got to that spoiler thing is big enough that like you still want to find out. Oh, <laughs> like I've One got... Piece is one of those things. Like in my opinion, like you, you yeah, yeah yeah I I, I, right. I I can tell you like this person died and you'd be like, but how though? <laughs> like or like what led up to how did he end up in that situation? It's like it's yeah it. it which is which is a, I guess a testament to the writers like they they do a good job, I most of the time there's some stuff in there that's kind oh, of stupid. oh yeah don't yeah. get me wrong yeah. like the, <laughs> the the huge disclaimer on everything right is it is okay to like something that is flawed oh, yeah. as long as you recognize the the flaws that it has and yeah. as much as I love One Piece enough to get the damn straw hat Jolly Roger tattooed yeah. on my arm, <laughs> series got some flaws oh, yeah. like we're we're about to get some to in. We're about to get to some in what we're watching for the mm. podcast, and I'm just dreading, dreading <laughs> talking about that. See, just I, I, you're you're fully caught up with the story, right? Like you've watched ahead and like are watching it. Again. So I'm I'm probably about thirty chapters behind manga wise. Okay, anime wise, I'm further behind than that, but I know because right. I'm more up on the manga. I know okay. what happened. That's kind of how I I digested that story. I started off watching. It was like a college thing for me. I was like, you know what? Not doing anything else. I'm not also. I'm also not watching Hajime no Ippo, so I'm gonna watch One Piece. That's what I'm gonna do. And I sat there and I was like, I'm gonna watch this. And I did that through, I think my sophomore and junior year of college, and grinded it out. Got through all. It caught up all the way. And then by the time I caught up, I was just like, uh, I guess I'll passively read the manga here and there. And then I guess other anime and stuff have come out since then and it kind of distracted me from it but i've i've like i said before i kind of caught up to it a little bit now i think the thing that's crazy about one piece is they don't they don't have the um the shonen or gurren logan problem where like things just keep like escalating to like absurdity like everything in that world is kind of they've already said like all right here are these these five people they're insane they're really good. They're really strong. And they never, once they intru- like fully introduce those characters, they never go, all right, now here's another group of yeah. people that are like even crazier than that. It's like, these are the best. Like, no, you're, they, they go and, and they, they have established that, which I like. I like oh, a lot. Big heart agree. There's been progression and like the stakes have escalated, but it's all been along that right. scale that they introduced so early Chapters, on. Chapters, yeah, episodes or whatever. Dude, that, that's sidebar if you if you'll grant me a 30 second sidebar that is the one thing i never get over in one piece like i said we just covered like episode 415 Mm -hmm. and they drop something in the 410s range that 
they foreshadow in like episode two. You you can tell me what it is. is this uh, like, yeah, so, I, so, so I guess this is my spoiler warning. Spoiler warning spoiler, for all of yeah. you out there not up on One Piece. <laughs> if you don't want to hear about this, now's the time to skip ahead. Um, <laughs> they they at this point in the show that's where they've started introducing hockey, mm. and so we've finally gotten the the Conquerors hockey named for the first time. Right. The first time we see that is in Luffy's flashback, where you see how Shanks lost his arm and his whole thing. Uh, and while I don't know if it's ever been outright stated, it's super heavily implied that Shanks uses that to just scare away the sea king yeah. that eats his arm. And when you think about it, like they don't name that until uh, not super familiar with the chapter numbers. So forgive yeah. me with going episode wise in like the 410 range is when they give that a name. They show that to you in episode like two. two. Yeah, that's I, absurd. So like. Part of me wants to see something like that and then go, you guys didn't plan that. You just you just threw that on there later on in the day. Like, but I feel like there's other stuff too that like adds up to that, I guess. Oh, for sure. Like, so it maybe uh, they have had this overarching like plot. I would I, w- I hope one day like the the writers can sit down and like they can go over that kind of stuff when it's all done. Uh, which I heard is not too long from now. Yeah, I, I um, can give you I can give you a little bit of what I know. Yeah. Uh, so when Oda started writing out, is one piece written by a man named Ichiro Oda. Mm-hmm. When he started out, he had like the entire all of the major story beats planned in his head, and he was okay. like, "Okay, I can tell this story. I think it'll take me about five years to tell this story <laughs> from beginning to end." <laughs> what keeps happening, from my understanding, is he just keeps coming up with ideas. Like, "Oh, wait a second. I can include this. This will fit perfectly here. We'll add this. So all of the major story beats have not changed from day one in like 99, Hmm. I think is when it was first published, the tail end of 99. That's cool. Those major story beats have not changed. Is that inclusive of like the ending too? Uh, Yes. Cool. Like none of that has changed from day one. It's just he keeps coming up with cool shit to add. So (laughs) that's gotten him an extra 15 or so years. Hmm. I mean, or so. Or so. Well, he's, how, he's, how long has it been running for? Manga debuted in like, actually, no, manga might have been 98 or 97 because the anime debuted in like November 99. Jesus, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Was... That's more than 20 years, Mark. Believe <laughs> me, I am aware. That's, That's older it... than me. <laughs> Is it? Oh. We already had this conversation You're 12. last time. I keep forgetting. <laughs> no, you flipped them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 12, 12 is just the number I give to anyone that's younger than me. Unless I find out that they're younger than me and I've always... There's a, a person we work with that I found out was younger than me and I was just like... <laughs> like, how? Um, that was the that, same reaction you had. Not necessarily that I'm younger than you, but yeah. that I'm younger than the number you thought I was. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's definitely true. That was my reaction when I found out when I first met this one, he couldn't yeah. legally drink. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I get and it. Now, <laughs> ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. I hate, I hate. So I get so many white claw memes, mainly from one person, but I get so many of them, and it's just like I just want an alcoholic drink that doesn't make me hate myself after I drink it, I feel but that. still fucks you up. Oh, it will like definitely fuck you up. Yeah, I I remember I don't bringing know if that's these. A good number or mm. not? But. I I've literally brought these to parties. Granted, this girl was like. Maybe five, three, 
not a very tall person, not a lot of uh, blood for the alcohol to mix with. Um, but she had like two, and she was just like, "Yeah, these things are strong." I'm like, <laughs> "Stop, really, you're <laughs> like, a thimble." Relax. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. to cut a long story short, yeah. One Piece is my area of expertise. No, that's 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 pretty cool. Do you so do you watch like other? Like, oh anime, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, one no, exclusively One Piece. That like, is it. Actually, else. everything else is trash. I don't want <laughs> yep, to. No gosh. <laughs> gosh, like there are people who legitimately. Like, not going to get on my horse there, but that <laughs> Lord, uh, no, I'm like like a lot of people around our age. I started uh, was most of my ma- first exposure was through Toonami. So I watched a lot of that stuff starting out. Uh, then I started branching out on my own. One Piece was actually something that was introduced to me at a convention uh, off the recommendation of, uh, at the time, my best friend. He was the best man at my wedding. I just haven't oh. talked to him in a while. Oh. He was like, hey, check this show out. I think you'll really like it. It's screening it this time in this room. Hmm. Yeah, I guess he was right. <laughs> uh, but I've I've watched a whole bunch of other stuff. I mean, a lot of it's been some of the main Shonen series. I was into Naruto a long time before I wasn't. I was into Bleach for a long time before I wasn't. Um, <laughs> My Hero Academia, the new hotness, absolutely loving the heck out of that. But then a lot of like other shows that I've watched were introduced to. Uh, there's a new one right now. Uh, Keep your hands off Isaacin, I believe is what it's called. It's maybe like 10 or 11 episodes deep. It's this quirky little thing about like a bunch of high school girls trying to make their own anime. Oh, but okay. dude, so it's meta as fuck. It's, it's meta. <laughs> it's meta as fuck. But not gonna lie, since I've been watching that show and they go into a lot of the technical stuff about how it works, I caught myself. What were we watching the other day? We were watching. Um, I think it was when we were watching One Piece for the podcast. And my wife looks at me and she's like, "I gotta ask." Since we've been watching Isaacin, have you been paying attention to like mm. a lot of the the details about like how the characters move and how this is done? I'm like, I didn't come here to get called out. Yeah. I came here to, to work on my podcast. <laughs> it's a delightful show, like big Ghibli vibes from that. Oh. Seriously. Oh, that's how you get me. Yeah. Dude, okay, there you the, go. the watch. I challenge anybody out there. Watch the first episode. It's on Crunchyroll. I don't know what else. Watch <laughs> the first episode. If you don't walk away from it, just feeling like just joy. Just a pure sense of joy in your mm. soul. I, I don't. I don't know what to tell you, man. You can go to a doctor or something. So, like, I'm gonna get some hate for this, but that's okay. I've never been a big like Ghibli fan. He's just like, I'm leaving now. I mean, I, the, so, and I think part of it is the the reason for that is like when I first got into anime, the stuff that I I like really got attached to were like the very dark broody stories and i like colorful stuff that's cool it's 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 fun if it's like a couple episodes you're just pissed you're just like oh i'm just like, so focused i'm no. trying <laughs> to understand you but like I, that stuff does not have the same appeal to me as like like i start off with like death note and stuff like that i love that 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 style of like <laughs> of of like storytelling i love it like i there's I can't even remember what the name of it was, but I never finished it. But it was a really cool story. I'm going to find it at some point. It was basically like you had these vampires and you had these people that weren't vampires and they were fighting each other. I don't remember what it was called. But like it, that that kind of story, uh, that's like most anime at this point. But I know that was a terrible yep, description. Summer vampires. Yeah. Were the vampires the good or bad guys? Um, the cool thing about the story was neither of them were good. Okay. That, that was what pulled me into the story. And I was just like, I 
this is good. I love I love gray plot points. That's why I was very upset with Star Wars, or at least the current Star Wars, the most recent trilogy, because they had an opportunity to do that and then they didn't. So, um, but, but she had. Wait, is this you guys seen the movie? I haven't. Uh, I you haven't say, seen? No. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm so sorry. No, it's, it's <laughs> so like I did really. Everybody that I know uh, was very courteous, very kind. Okay. Did not spoil anything for me. That's good. My news feed did not have the same level of respect. Jesus. So I know several of the main plot okay. points. I don't know that that to me ambiguous like moral stuff is cool this bug is killing me it's pissing me off i think you got it i think no. you got it Damn. go away you weren't invited we'll get it we'll get it on the next pass you're <laughs> what's the word but it's to me it's totally okay that that stuff isn't your cup of tea yeah because you don't have to like something to respect oh, it being yeah. influential yeah. to respect the artistic style sure. to respect the the difference that it's had on the medium i know for myself one of the big things for that um i'm, I'm sorry in advance gabe there was uh, not that not that long ago there was a really big web series called homestuck fucking god yeah <laughs> And, I've never heard of this. Uh, <laughs> it's a, like the fandom is a mess. Okay. Don't go like if, if you decide you're curious and you want to check it out. There's some genuinely good storytelling there. It's not my cup of tea. Okay. But I absolutely can respect what the creator was able to build out of nothing. I can respect all of the effort that went into like a lot of the flash animations and stuff associated okay. with it. There's a ton of world building. Like you can look at that and see this guy put in a shit ton of effort. It's just not my cup of tea. I feel like there's something that's not being said. Like, what, what's the The problem? fandom ruined it. The fandom ruined it. Do you mind if it. I take this sidebar from you? Yeah, I, I, I want to I know how they ruined it. I like Because, like, and, and spoiler stuff for me, don't worry about that. Like like I said, if the story's good enough, I'm going to want to watch it anyway. You're not going to okay. so, read it. Okay, or read it, sorry. This was, like, five years of my life, Joe. Oh, no. This was on the same level as Naruto for a while. Keyword was... You know what Undertale Ow. is, right? Oh, yeah, I hate that. Oh, perfect. You'll get this, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so the Undertale fandom is the Homestuck fandom with okay. a bunch more people. All it right. Is, uh, the only thing that's actually the exact the same is the guy, Toby Fox, the guy that did the music for Undertale, mm-hmm. did the music for Homestuck also. That's I a little see. reductive. Toby Fox did a bit more than just the music for Undertale. Oh, well, I'm just, that's what he's, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, to be fair, I say that because he only did the music Okay. So that's what they share. Okay. Gotcha. He did a lot more than that. He's a cool guy. That's fine. The creator of Homestuck's a fucking asshole. I fucking hate him. What did he do? What or he's, what has he done? He's not a. Oh wait. The, do you mean like negative things or? Well, or? Well, okay. So I'm assuming this guy has done some shit because he's like just, he's just a dick. Okay. He's just a mean. He's just person. an unpleasant he has fans who you go and, and and you go, hey man, can I get a doodle? And he goes, here's your fucking doodle, and you're like. All right, that was unnecessary, doodle, I guess, and whatever. But um, I'm gonna keep this as short as I possibly can. Okay, like, this is I fun. don't want to talk about. Okay, <laughs> um, it is a it's a web it is a web comic, like you said. It mm. is all done in MS Paint. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So so you hear that first, and you're like, oh, what? what? It, it, it's so actually like it could be that very... part of it's fun. Yeah. Okay. It is a comic that uh, I don't know if it's fun to start with this man. I'll be honest with you. Okay. Okay, here, here, here's the plot, right? Quick. All right. This kid, he's at home. It's weird. He's just chilling. He's hanging out. He likes uh, 
Uh, he has random posters of Nick Cage movies all over his wall. Big Nick Cage fan. <laughs> all right. Strange person. It's set up the way the way that it, it, you read it is like there's a picture in MS Paint, and then you're reading like a text under it that describes the scene. Okay. Sometimes it's flash animation. Most a lot of time it's flash animation. Sometimes just a picture. Um, but it centers around this first part of it. Centers around these four kids. Uh, who play start playing a video game? Okay. Called. I think it's actually, it's been so long since I fucking read. It. I think the game is just home stuck. No, no, no. I don't remember. They play start playing a game. Yeah, dude, I only okay. read chapter one drunk after I lost a bet. I, I never, can't help you. I never finished it, Mark. I stopped like literally ten pages or ten links before the end, and I went, "I'm not ever gonna know how this ends on purpose because I don't ever want fucking." It's huh. Uh, it's All bad. right, keep going. Keep going. Is, I believe sorry, in okay. you. I can get there. Point is, is that you're playing a game. The second you turn the game on, it in real life spawns a meteor that will hit where you started this game up unless you can beat this tutorial part or the first part, which the way it works is the game comes with two discs. There's a client and a, uh, a host. Okay. The host person is playing the game, okay. which alters like actually actual reality. The client user is someone who is literally playing the game. It's weird, right? It, okay. it, it doesn't make any sense. It, there's so many stupid quirks to this shit. The way it's drawn is they don't have arms, and you don't know why they don't have arms, but then sometimes they do have arms, and you're like, okay. It's just a what weird f- fucking thing. You, Anytime you... I'm sure you've seen, like, Comic-Con, random cosplays yeah. all the time. Have you ever... Does this... Let's see if this rings a bell. Gray person with candy corn horns. Have yeah. you ever seen that yeah, before? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is Homestuck. <laughs> okay. That All is right. Homestuck. That is a whole other thing of characters. <laughs> See? It's everyone fucking knows what this is. That. that is Homestuck. It is so bad. I have done these cosplays before, and they're online. <laughs> they exist forever. And they will never go away. You want to feel better about that? Please. I can make you feel I, I better about that. I know what you're going to say. Please. No, no. Did you not? Okay. There, I don't, I don't know where it is. I don't know if it's still out there. At one point, there existed a picture of me on the internet in a crappy uh, Shino cosplay. Uh, this would be like Chunin Exam era Shino, not like post-time skip Shino, being duct taped to a chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so I'll be completely honest with you. I don't know where my head is at. You said Shino? Yeah. And this entire time my head was Anko. That would oh, be okay. wild. That's yes. be not Shino. Fuck wild. That's not who no. Shino is. No, no, it's, like it's that's not. not actually the However, right person. However, I think I want to see that picture more. Hey, baby. <laughs> but the point snake. is, is it's shitty and it's bad. Don't read it. Okay. Don't like if if you want a meme on it, look at dumb dumb shit. Don't even I, see that. It it's just, just so. It's just, I I think I hate. Undertale for a different reason. Oh yeah, they're not. Yeah. They're but not actually. The gosh, same thing I at really all. want to dive into that, but I want to stay on anime. You're you're hurting me. Here, I mean, Joe. we can get you're there. Me. We can get there. We can put a little tab on it and get back to that. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, we could. I, 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 my thing with with, I guess taste, and kind of back to what you were saying before. Like I appre- like we talked about it with Naruto. Like I think that had we gotten any of the anime that is prominent now when we got naruto in the u.s anime would have been shut down a long time ago there's no way it would have like been as prosperous here if naruto wasn't one of the early ones because i think like the way that that story granted some of it was edited for us um 
Like there's a lot of stuff that was censored and like changed on its like release here. But I think that the way that story played out is part of the reason why we got things like Cowboy Bebop and things like that. Like, like well, well, I guess hold that, on. Yeah, yeah like, like, you're, let's, let's, you're saying a wild thing well, right well, now. So what, what I'm getting at is like, if we didn't get Naruto first, we would not be looking at like my hero. Like you, that th- those things wouldn't have happened, in my opinion. And the reason I say it is because of how Naruto's story played out. Because if you were to get, say, like, I'm trying to think of, we we used a sword art as an example for that. Okay. Ha- like, if you take Naruto out of its timeline in in like U.S. anime history and replaced it with sword art. We we probably wouldn't have anime the way we have it now, is what I'm getting at. Uh, now, are you? Because I feel like there's two different ways to interpret what you're saying. Mm. I want to make sure I'm interpreting it the right way. Sure. Are you saying in terms of anime as a medium, if we didn't have Naruto, the medium involves different differently? Or are I you think- saying in terms of how the United States, like yes. the specific anime that get big here? Right. The ones that are the big hits here wouldn't be big hits Correct. here if not for now. That okay. is what I'm saying. I think anime would have been fine regardless whether whatever happened here. That, that was irrelevant. Okay. I think specifically in the United States. And I guess that's important to me because that was how it was introduced to me. So the way that it was introduced to the U.S. through like some of the early stuff like Pokemon and like that, like those things, Dragon Ball, like Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon, I think, though, was like very borderline because there's some stuff in there that we didn't get because yeah. it got censored here. But they like cousins, yeah, after all. yeah, cousins. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's just like wait, what, huh? Um, but like, I guess those things slip through the crack. And but I think Naruto overall is is a important amazing anime. yeah I, know. I think it's important is the is the way, is the way what I would say. I'll agree with that, but I don't think it's for the reason that you're saying. How so? So I think if you'll bear with me here, hmm. for our time for, for my generation to a lesser extent yours, uh how how different I'll, I'll be I'll be thirty two next week. That's just three years. That's fine. Oh that's three years, but it's <laughs> an important three years. It's a formative three yeah. years. All right. So for our generation, yeah. the big gateway that most people had was Toonami. Through that gateway, the biggest show on that was Dragon Ball Z. Right. For sure. For the generation that came after, the big gateway was Naruto. Right. Because while DBZ has been evergreen (laughs) to a certain extent, there's definitely been like lulls and and dips in its popularity. I think Naruto, it's not that it influenced necessarily the kind of shows that got big here. Because if you look at the broad spectrum of shows around the same time that the U.S. was getting Naruto, we were getting Death Note, which I would argue for a lot of people was like at the same time. Yeah, dude. Huh. I would well, argue. I'm talking about Death Note for a little bit. Today. I, that's fine. Yeah, I would I'm argue that that show I think was a lot more influential into getting more people into anime than even Naruto was. But that's neither here nor there. The point that I'm making is Naruto, because it had such a broad appeal was able to bring in a whole bunch of people that otherwise might not have given anime much of a second thought. And then those people, you know, chose what series they like, split off from there. 
maybe didn't follow Naruto all the way to the end. Like I didn't follow it all the way to the end, but for the better. I think it was <laughs> really <laughs> instrumental in being one of a couple of key gateways that we had for the generation that came after ours. I can agree with that. I think I think you you have said what I was thinking more eloquently. So because I I don't disagree with anything Happy that you help. said there. Um, I am very curious as to what you want to say about Death Note, though. <laughs> Oh no, dude! We had this whole thing because, like, uh, not not to peel back the curtain a little bit, right? But when we were first talking about this, it was like, well, think about some of the the anime moments that are really defining for yes. you. So and... that that was the initial video I wanted to do, which we can definitely do like a little baby version of that. I don't really want to talk about this one? I thought okay. about it for so long. <laughs> I how much did I come to you? And I'd be dude, like, I we, don't know what I want, but I want this. We one, brainstormed. Right? We talked back right, and forth. Let's get into that then. What? All right, I'm gonna go first. Yes, please. So, so for for uh, whatever sake. Do you keep in mind though the next time we do actually do the initial thing, you well, can't I, use this this one. We've That's got multiple. Fine. Okay, Don't all right, worry. cool, cool, cool. We, we <laughs> that discussion on the way here. Gotcha. Sure. All right. Um. So for prosperity's sake or whatever, ask the ask the question. Okay. Yeah. Get me in the zone here. Okay. I'm. A, I'm. A, okay. So, what is one of what is an, a moment in anime that stands out to you that maybe means something special to you or is just a, a standout moment in anime? Go. <laughs> I, I liked that. That was good. Thank you. You're welcome. So, before I actually talk about the anime itself, just bec- this is the reason why I like it so much. Uh, literally ever since I was like, like, like 10, 10 mm. probably. Because I've, I've watched cartoons. I've seen, you know, I've seen. Right. A lot of same. I watched all the old Transformers. I watched all the old X Men in the nineties. X Men. My dad got me good. on that all the time. So I've seen some pretty good like cartoon slash anime uh, uh, varieties, right? Mm-hmm. And what bothered me—not necessarily bothered me—but I was always interested in something. I was always inter- something I was always interested in was why didn't the bad guy win more often? And I was and I, I I was always like fixated on that idea. So whenever I'd watch a new show or something growing up, I, would all, I was always kind of like I didn't necessarily want the bad guy yeah. to win, but I was always like I wonder if he's actually going to win this time because I just want to see that yep. on screen. A great example is Infinity War or not? Yeah, Infinity yeah. War. Yeah. When I saw the movie in theaters, <laughs> that hit that. It was like. So, no, so nothing ever really hit that beat in growing up, right? Like, there's a few what I'm going to mention in Death Note. Okay, okay. Obviously, Death yeah, Note, we yeah, all know yeah, where yeah. I'm going with it, I think. Um, so, so that, that yeah. basically, that's the thing. I watch Death I'm watching Death Note. I'm a young kid. I'm like eight. Okay. I wake up in the morning, and I go to my grandma's house in the, to wait for the bus to go to school every day. <laughs> Early in the morning, when Adult Swim is still on, they showed uh, Death Note on Toonami. Uh, four to five a.m. time. I was gonna say, how early oh, are you baby. waking up to go I'm to? Not, school? That's insane. Yeah, no, like legit. I'd wake Jesus. up super early, go to my grandma's house, eat a bowl of cereal, and just watch Death Note as it aired in like '04 or some shit like that. Because I'm a I'm a little kid. Yeah, it's been like '06, '08. I was in yeah, college, okay, I think, yeah, when it right. was. So I was about to say '04 when it was on Toonami, but like the '06 to '10 range, something like somewhere that. in there, something like that. But I, as a, I'm 21 now watched that show as it aired so it's one of my favorite shows of all time it's not that long i've seen it so many times i've read yep. the manga a million times 
haven't read the new chapter. I actually didn't finish the new chapter that came out. But I didn't know there was a new chapter. Yeah, yeah no. In this, the year of our Lord, 2020. 20, this is that recent? Oh, that's right. It was December, wasn't okay. it? It was December. And it also wow. takes place in 2019. Yeah. He released a new chapter. I don't know if I like that. No, it's good. Okay. I thought the same thing. It's good. I like the way. You'll like it. You'll okay. like it. It's good. Right. There's nothing bad about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll read it. It's super worth because it's like a 15 year difference, and they point out the fact that, like, oh, we have security cameras everywhere and shit like that. It's pretty hmm. interesting, actually. Interesting. Okay. But, you know, All right. on that thing, I to this day remember the, the moment that I watched L die. And if you didn't think hey I guys, was say L something dies. about like, <laughs> note, yes. spoilery, oh, well, whoops. Uh, I was like, I was like, no. Right, I was mm-hmm. a little kid. I was obsessed with this dude from the moment he got introduced. I was like, "Huh, he's emo. That's cool." <laughs> I there are pictures of me in Why long sleeve white like shirts, yeah. my knees up, <laughs> like black eyeliner on, and oh man, I just I just loved his character up and down. He was a super smart dude. He was, I don't know, y'all have seen it. He's great. Yeah. When that episode aired. It hit that that nerve that I've wanted to have hit for the first time ever in my mm. life at the time, so drastically because I was just like, "He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's actually fucking dead." <laughs> yeah. And the way they played out that episode slash manga because mm-hmm. Death Note's another great example in my opinion of shows and mangas that follow very closely. Yeah. It was almost spot yeah. on accurate. Like very, very, very nice. It's just a, a, a good feeling. I uh, the scene happens when uh, Watari is going up the elevator with uh, Misa to meet L. Mm-hmm. L's at the computer looking at all the security cameras. Uh, Watari dies first in the elevator, and he sees that happen on the screen. He sees his heart monitor hit zero. And then for the first time watching the show, you see him, L, actually get like really fucking worried. His yeah. eyes brighten, and then yeah. he realizes everything all at once, and you're like, you were the good guy. Like, yeah. why is this happening to you? <laughs> you're the good guy, I thought. I guess. You're not the main character, technically, yeah. but you are the good guy. And something about just how he goes, where he's sitting in a, a chair, and it just slowly tips yep. over. And I had to go to school after seeing that. <laughs> I was devastated, but I was also like, like this is weird. Yeah. These, the bad guy's winning what? So that is is definitely like I will not ever forget how I felt exactly at that time, you know. I that's crazy cuz like I have a very similar appreciation for that in stories. I it 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 seems I guess to happen more often now, like where writers aren't afraid to let the bad guy at least get some ground. Um but it's very rare that like they just truly just obliterate like the the good side. Uh, I think the thing for me, uh, not necessarily my one of my my the, the the cool moment, sorry, that I have in like anime, but was the Code Geass. They had that oh, that oh. that that back and forth between like neither side is wrong, but their methods are different, and I was just like this. This is so good. Like that's why it like it, it is hands down for me is my favorite anime. Uh period. I think the story is just so good. Like even if you don't 
like if you're not into anime at all, I think you could literally sit down and watch that and you'd get something out of it. It's so good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that a lot. Like the, the, you, cause I think also if you grew up watching a lot of like, just like American cartoons, that never happens ever. Like that just almost, it, the closest thing to that was, I guess it's not even cartoons, it's comics, but like Joker killing Robin. Like that's the close, like that's, I'm sure there's other things like that, but like even like the Bane backbreaking thing, yeah. instantly he's just like, yeah, I fixed it. Like it's like there's never like there's never a moment where it's just like this thing has happened and this has catastrophic like consequences for like the rest of the story. So I get that, man. That's dope. That's a great one. Yeah, man. that is a really good one. A plus, a plus. Golf clap. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Mark. I'm I'm be honest. I struggled with this a bit, oh, not because of lack of choice, but it was like, oh, man, like I, I felt almost like I was expected to pick a One Piece moment. <laughs> I'm, I'm the One Piece guy, and clearly I have I have plenty. There's a lot of good I ones have, in there, though. There's some amazing, amazing ones. But I thought about I'm like, well, I could talk about this. I could talk about this, and I started thinking about other shows and things like that that I could talk about. And what I hit on, and I sort of mentioned to Gabe on on our ride over here. Is that? I forgot. That's that's <laughs> no, fine. Just make sure. That's um, right. We, I, I had a bit of a revelation, at least about the media that I consume. Okay. In in general, so a lot of anime that I've consumed has been very long form stories, and when I think about the ones that, like the moments that impact me the most, almost all of them are from much longer form stories. Like when okay. I thought about the ones that could really be gut punches, there were probably like 10 from one piece that I considered. Sure. I narrowed it down pretty quick. But I was like, even so there's, there's from just the half of Naruto that I watched, there's some really good ones before it even hits the time skip that I could talk about. Um, Brotherhood, my, my wife's favorite anime. There's, I think that's the one I'm saving for next time yeah. is what okay. I landed on. Okay. But it's like there's stuff in that that I could talk about, but aside from some very like shorter series that are designed for the series as a whole to be an emotional gut punch, mm-hmm. like Anahana comes to mind. I don't know if you've heard or read that one. I'm not uh, <laughs> would would highly recommend, but only if you want to cry. Um, it's it's very good. Mm-hmm. But aside from series that are designed to do that, when I thought about shorter series that I really liked, like um, Outlaw Star. Gundam Wing came to mind, uh, even going past them, the Toonami ones, like Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. There were great moments that I liked in all of those shows, but nothing that I was like, no, this is top 10 for sure. Mm. Like nothing. So I thought about that. It's like, well, if you think about it, right. And this is going to get really morbid for a second. So, so bear with me. Angel right? Beats, I'm, no, I'm be up. Okay, no, 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 cool, no. Cool. <laughs> so I was just thinking like, so I was trying to figure why is that? Why is it that my biggest moments all come from these really, long form series i'm like well if you think about it it's really simple right yeah so i've known known gabe for two years now mm. if gabe died today i'm not gonna kill you on the ride home don't worry but if gabe died today <laughs> i'd be really sad i'd be torn right. up that said um in a couple of weeks and less than that now i think i'm going on vacation mm-hmm. gonna go visit some friends in north carolina 
Yep. I've known at least a couple of them for close to a decade now. If one of them died, I'd be devastated. Right. I'd be an emotional wreck. It's like, well, it makes sense then, right? Yeah. The longer you're Even attached this. to a story, the longer you you see these characters and see them grow and change and evolve, it's only natural that you're going to get more and more and more and more attached and more deeply and deeply and deeply invested in these stories. And that's one of the biggest benefits to long form storytelling. Hmm. We've seen, you know, American comics take advantage of yep. that time and time again. And almost all of the big shonen shows that run forever and ever and ever take advantage of that. Now that said, the moment I chose was one of the earliest one piece moments that really just cut me to the core. Hmm. It cut me to the core. The first time I saw it probably 15 years ago. If I like if I'm in that weird headspace where it's like I want to cry, but tears aren't coming. I put this on. I'm there. Mm. I'm there with beyond a shadow of a doubt. It, I'm trying to think of what it is. I'm, 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 I have guesses in my head. but I'm, uh, So and I think in it definitely the meaning that it holds changed for me mm. from when I first saw it to now, because when I first saw it, I was very much just like in the moment and with these characters, with what's going on. Now I think it's a little bit different, but I'll get to that. The moment I'm talking about specifically comes in Arlong Park. Yep. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. (laughs) I was like early, really like gut wrenching, like a moment that grows on you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so for, for those of you less initiated or not initiated with one piece, Arlong Park is the arc. That's the culmination of early one piece anime wise. Uh, it takes up the space from roughly like episode 30 to 45, mm. uh, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's there's a lot that happens. There's there. a lot going on there. And I let me apologize in advance because I can feel like yeah. just thinking about no, it. I can fine. feel the tears coming. It's I'm, I'm going to cry like yeah. first time on your show. Yeah, I guarantee okay. I'm going to cry. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so you you've grown to to know these characters and you find out this one character who's been around since close to the beginning nami yep uh you you find out her motivation her backstory why she's doing what she's doing like all of the shit that she's going through and that you know, at this point she's like double crossed your main characters yep. but you find out no she like it was in a position where she had to was trying to do it in like the least hurtful way possible like best of intentions, yep. all of that. And she's right at what should be her moment of triumph, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's been working towards this goal for 10 years in story. She's right there about to get it. Boom. It's snatched away from her, snatched away from her. Everything crumbles in an instant. So first crushing defeat right there. Yep. So then she goes and goes to like calm down the townsfolk who are rightfully pissed because like she's been sacrificing for 10 years this is some bullshit yeah we about to go do a thing (laughs) so she shows up and she's like guys no like don't worry about it it's fine i'll just start from scratch like forcing down all of the hurt and everything that she feels putting on this strong face and they're like no you've you've done enough yeah it's fine we're ready like go live your life yeah and they go off on what should very well be a suicide mission. Falls to her knees 
and looks over at her shoulder where like there's essentially a brand like yep. the brand of this asshole yep. she's been serving and been subservient to who's now fucked her over yep. taken literally everything from her and she just has this really powerful emotional fit where she's like grasping at her shoulder you can see everything flashing yep. in front of her eyes grabs a dagger just starts going to yep. town stabbing her arm over and over again screaming in pain and until finally luffy like steps in holds her hand she's like has one last fit of resistance and then finally tearfully (laughs) asks for help yeah and that is it's such a powerful moment yep it's the moment i knew i had my wife hooked Mm. like i i that's it's such a big resonating moment that if if you're on the fence and somehow have made it that far, <laughs> that's what makes yeah. people a believer in in the power of this show. But I think now that I'm older and I've seen it, you know, like I've said, if, if I need to cry, that's my go to mm. because I can cry. But there's also like, sure, this hope yeah. at the end of it. But I think especially, you know, it can be relatable at any age. But the older you get, the more likely it is that you've gone through this where just. You know, shit happens. Stuff's going on in your life. You scratch and claw and scratch and claw and nothing seems to be going right. You feel like you're at the end of your rope. And if if you're lucky enough and smart enough to realize what to do, you uh, you ask for help. And the first time I saw that, that's not something I had been through at that point in my life. Now that I have been through that on a very personal level hits me in almost a deeper way than it did the first time around. And it was damn good the first time it's, around. It's pretty good. I think it's beautifully animated too. Like the just they they have I don't know who if if there's like a dedicated team to for the art for for One Piece, but tragic moments in that show are so beautifully are so beautifully like animated. That, like, another spoiler alert. When Ace dies, Ooh. there's a the the look on loose. <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck? You gonna be all right, bro? You gonna, gonna make it?" The part that I said I stopped that. That was the part. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is easily one of my favorite anime characters I've ever seen on screen ever." Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm when, done. <laughs> when when Ace dies, there's there's another uh, there's a comic. I don't know how much in the comics you guys are, especially DC. I know DC is not that popular sometimes, but um, yeah. Uh, there's a Luffy's wailing like while he's holding Ace, who is dead in his arms, and him looking up, and you, it's it's so. It's so visceral, and the fact that he is a rubber man, and the how expressive his face is because of that. There's another guy in um I don't remember his name in in DC Comics, but there's a there's a comic called or a series called Kingdom Come, and in it, someone basically is on a like on a uh, serial killing spree of killing a bunch of heroes, and there's a guy who he can shape shift and is very rubbery like that, and he's at his wife, who was also a superhero's funeral, and all the other heroes around him, and he is just falling apart, literally. Like, his hand is literally drooping through his fingers, and he's just sobbing and crying. And I remember those two moments, because it's like, 
that is so like it, it just captures despair in such a way that you don't you don't get to see that often um but yeah i as you were you were leading up to that i was just like what moment was that just talking about nami like that's that's where he's going because i i remember that scene and i think the thing that like sticks with me about that scene is that that part is is big but for me it was the smile that luffy had after she asked for help because he he knew like he was just kind of hanging out there just kind of like all you gotta do is ask like yeah i, I can take i can deal with all of this this is not this is nothing for me but all you gotta do is ask and like the moment she, i think there's two points where that happens it's once there and one more time when she's in the tower and he's there. And, oh, and he just starts busting yeah, up the place. Yeah, and she, Gosh, he's sitting yes. there just waiting for He's like, yes. you just you say the word. We'll fucking like go to town on these guys. It's so good. It's it's like uh, if if you ever, uh, uh, there's a lot of anime that like harp on the whole friendship thing. But I think that does such a good job of like your friends, your, your good friends. They want to help you, but they can't help you if you don't like make the first like step. Mm-hmm. So, I agree with you. I that that's that is a very very big moment. I think not just in One Piece, but in all of anime, it's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's actually funny that um that that was sort of your original topic idea because mm. when I was thinking about it, like apparently a week ago, IGN put out a list of like really? their top ten One Piece huh. moments. Uh, their top three, I think, all were pretty interchangeable. But <laughs> for one, they did go with Arlong really? Park, and I was like, yeah, yeah like all it's. Right. There's there's a lot of like like the Robin thing where she gets hit. that's that's huge too. But yeah. like if you compare the two, Arlong Park Park is just there's there's more emotion, which is weird too because you you would think that there'd be more emotion in the Robin thing because you've had a longer story to build up with these characters. But I don't know. I, I think I, it's I think part of that's personal experience. Mm, I, I yeah, talked a little bit about true. why why Nami resonates yep. so strongly with me and. Another strong contender that I thought about was um, Vivi in Alabasta. Uh, right. One yep. one thing I realized yep. going through the podcast was like, oh shit! Like, there's a lot of qualities of myself that I see in Vivi, mm. and like, this is hitting me 20 million times harder now than than it ever did before. But for my wife, um, the the Ennis Lobby Robins, I want to live yep. is the way more impactful moment for a lot of the same reasons and that she can see and sort of have like that, that um, connection, like she connects much more strongly with Robin as a character mm. than she connects to, to Nami or connects to Vivi. So, I mean, part of that is definitely just what you've experienced in your life sure. going into those moments is going to make them resonate that much harder. Yeah. I, I don't think I, I had anything and that might be the reason why, like what you were just, I don't think any, I had a moment like that in my personal life at the point that I saw that. So like, but what's weird though is neat. The same thing would go for Arlen Park. Like I, I didn't, but there's something about the way I remember that part in that series that always stands out. It's crazy. That and um, the, the moment where Zoro basically turns to Luffy and says, if you let, Usopp back. Oh, I'm yeah. out. And I mean, like that, that's a really good moment yeah. too. Like, I mean, that's to say nothing of the duel that even kicked all that off, which is all, like, yeah. dude, don't get me. Like, yeah. there's, they have so <laughs> many, that's what I'll say. There's so many good moments. It was really, really difficult yeah. to pick. But for me, the top is always our long part. Part of it just could be that it was like the, there were always stakes in that show. Luffy sure. was always fighting for something important 
but that was the first time I think in which they sort of truly elevated the stakes to to a much grander level. Mm. So I think that's part of it, the emotion and for me like the best this is going to be a weird sentence mm. so bear with me. <laughs> the best moments of despair are the ones that are followed by hope. Mm. Because like despair for the sake of despair is the quickest reason I will stop reading something, stop watching something, just co- get completely out of something. You, if you just have like that sort of negativity on negativity on negativity, like some people, that's their cup of tea. That's fine. But for me, it's like the presence of hope mm. that makes all of that mean something. If there's never any hope, what's the point of having those super lows? Like that's just that's eating ice cream for every yeah. meal, right? Yeah. doesn't yeah. matter how there's much no you substance. like ice cream. You yeah. need to have something to be the counterpoint to that. <laughs> he was like, but I like you. <laughs> I ate way too much ice cream last year. <laughs> I, and as of right now, I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen Black Clover at all? No, no, okay. I have not. I wish you had, because there's a moment in there that's kind of like that, where it's like, it. they, they don't do a good job of... Anything? Yeah, hey, su- subtlety is not their... Not even, they're not even... They don't know what that word means. Like, there's literally a character in there who just, in the entire fight, is just like, despair, despair, I, I'm going to crush you guys. And I'm just like, what you are doing is impactful. Basically, there was a... Okay, I'm going to try to get through this real quick. So, there, there's a... You guys care if I spoil this for you? Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. That's not okay. even on my radar. All right, cool, cool, cool. Good. Um, I, I stopped watching it after that part, actually. After this, like, arc kind of ended, I was like, what is this show? But... There was a uh, a, a a mage, I think they're all mages. Um, wizard, witch, witch. Yes, okay. There's a witch. They go to this underwater area, as most anime do. They always have some water thing. The water level. The water yeah. level. Yeah. Uh, yes, they do. They do that. Um, there's a main group of bad guys who have some really absurdly powerful people. Um, we'll get back to them. They get they they get to this little water temple. Um. They meet two people. One of them is the prince and his sister, which I'm assuming is the princess at that point. Her whole thing is that she can sing. That's her magic thing. She sings and the the waves do magic shit. Uh, His whole thing is he dances uh, and he dances and magic shit happens. Okay. So a bard and a dancer. Exactly. Uh, So the main characters get there and they run into one of these really bad guys uh, who's way stronger than them. Like absurd. Like... The only way they were even able to beat him, it took like four or five of them to beat him. That was it. Like, otherwise, they would have been all killed. Um, But before that fight, this main bad guy who's like, I'm going to make sure you guys despair before I kill you. Burp, burp, burp. He crushes the windpipe of the girl who, who sings so she could not even talk and cuts off the leg of one, the guy who dances. And I was like, Oh man, that's crazy. But like those moments don't have nearly the impact because to be fair, this is over the span of like maybe five, six episodes. So like you meet these characters and like they give you a little bit of the backstory, but you don't, you don't know them. You don't care about them. Like they, there was a really cool way they introduced them and it was nice, but. It goes back to yeah. what we were saying yeah. about long like, form storytelling. Right, right. Stuff is going to have way more weight if you actually take the time to flesh it out and develop it 
if you just have these drive-by tragedies, like, oh, yeah, that sucks, but... Eh. Nice leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the best part is, like, the next arc fixed. <laughs> like, like, the next arc, someone heals the girl, and, like, they're like, hey, we still have your leg in this tube, this jar. We got this dude who's really good at, like, medical magic or whatever, <laughs> so they- and it's attached. And I was just like, what? <laughs> so, like, just... So, so Star Wars. <laughs> um, but I think if if I had to throw my just a very quick moment, I guess for me, I was not mentioning Angel Beats because I was I said I think it was bad. It was Let's because, continue to not mention Angel Beats. Are you still watching it? Oh no 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 no! Okay, I, I just don't like it. What really? I'm not a big Angel Beats fan. You finished it? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's, How? It, it's no. Okay. Okay. See. See. Now it makes it like I hate the show. <laughs> no. So it's a good show. Yeah. I enjoyed it. But that's that's really all I have to it, say. It on could it. be at the time that I watched it was it. I was. There was something I took from that show that was very pertinent to my life at the moment, and it was just an appreciation for the people that I have around me, uh, which I definitely didn't have at one point. So, the way. I, have you seen Angel Beats? I vaguely know of it. Do you care if I spoil the how it is? Okay, all right. So, spoiler alert for those of you who have not seen Angel Beats. It's a, it's one of, in my opinion, one of the best endings to an anime, and it's not a happy ending. It is a very sad ending. Um, well, mm, you know what? I can see somebody who can interpret it as a happy ending. Like bittersweet, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the whole premise is these kids uh, have died at an early age because they're kids. And instead of like being reincarnated or whatever, they get stuck in this like little limbo. Thing. Okay. Uh, they don't realize this at first, but they eventually do realize that that's what's happened. And they, they get to the point where they realize that, Oh, we need to get past whatever the thing is that's holding us in this limbo thing. And what they, some of them pass before others, but um, they end up doing this graduation ceremony thing. And they're all kind of together, and they're because none of them got to graduate because they were all they all died when they were young. Um, they in the ceremony they go through the whole process. It's that's not like very touching. What to me was extremely touching was how they passed on. It, there was no ceremony to it. They just like they literally be there, and then they were gone instantly like to the point where like they would literally try to high five each other but be- like as they would do it the person would be gone so like there would never be like a sound it was literally just like nothing and then that person's just gone and that happens like back to back like four times until you're stuck with the main character and this other character that's very important to the story I realize now this microphone's not even facing me but that's okay <laughs> um and he kind of breaks. And, and throughout the entire show, he's he's got humor. He's got like a bunch of like he's he's like the 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 semi backbone of the whole like friend group. Like he's keeping everybody together and kind of pushing the story forward. But in this one last final episode, he just breaks. He's like, wait, we don't have to do this. Like and he begins crying and begging her to just like, don't 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 leave. We can stay here. We can help all the other kids that will come through here. Like. Just making up these ridiculous excuses to just not accept what was going on in front of him. And she's just like, nah, like, you know, we're supposed to do this. 
And there's, it's just crazy. Like he gets to a point where he's just crying and he's on his knees and he goes to like, try to hold her gone. And she, instead of a high five this time, she's just gone. And now you're just left with this guy who is all of his friends are gone. He's stuck here and he's forced. His thing was, he is forced to accept that in order for him to pass on. And I think the way they wrote it, the way that like it, it was animated, the voice actors, just how that whole thing was put together. It is so beautiful. Like, so uh, that being said, I can understand why you don't like Angel Beats. There's a lot of <laughs> stupid stuff in there. It's a lot of silly stuff too. It's just that the ending of that anime is so, to me, it's very impactful. Like it's, it's close to what I would say to, to, to the Code Geass ending too. But I think, actually I'd say in terms of the feels level, like if we put numbers in like a little <laughs> stat bar, it probably has more in the feels realm than, than Code Geass. But Code Geass, in my opinion, has just a stellar ending. So, and that's a very biased opinion. But. Well, I mean, Geass, there, there's, we've talked about long form stellar. We've talked about long form storytelling. I'm not even the one drinking claws. Yeah, (laughs) we've talked about that. But there's something to be said for you know having a specific tight story, the beginning, middle, and end that you want to tell. The the weird thing with Angel Beats is like the middle of the story. It's it's pretty random. Like they do some stuff that doesn't make sense for how the story's going to end. And sometimes I wonder if that was just they didn't know how it was going to end, but regardless of how they got to that point, I think it was just perfectly executed. So your, your explanation of the ending mm. makes me want to watch it. Again. It's it's because I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll straight up say it's a very good ending and he points it out very well. It like, it kind of fucks you up for a second. It, yeah, it's dude. Cause you're just like, I talked about oh, Anahana earlier. You don't got to tell <laughs> okay. me about getting <laughs> fucked you up. You mentioned it and I'm angry cause I don't want to talk about Anahana because it's sad as hell. Yeah. I don't want to cry on camera with like lights. Dude, I'm already there. Dude, join, the join, join the club. Join the club. Join me. Anahana. That's I'm, I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yes. Okay. I want to look that up. Cause I've, I've not heard of that. I've not, this is my first time hearing. The it's Anohana, the flower we saw that day. Whew. That's the full title. Yes. Okay. Very good. What does it fall into? Like a genre, or is it kind of a thing of its uh, own? It's a drama. Yeah, it's it's okay. a drama. There's there's some lighter hearted moments to it, but it deals with very very tough subject matter. I would say. Uh, that, do do you mind? Do you want to hear yeah, like the no, basic premise? The premise? Sure. Start start yeah, me off. You yeah. like so, the I so mean, the hmm. basic premise? There there was this very tight knit friend group. Okay. Um, there's a tragedy. One of them dies very young. They drift apart. Uh, one of them basically becomes like a shut in recluse loner. And then all of a sudden, apropos of like nothing, he can just see like the spirit of his dead friend. Like she can talk to him. He can talk to her. They can interact. And he's just like, is this like a hallucination? Is this grief? Like what is going on here? And, a lot basically it's a show about uh, you know friendships that drift apart mm. coming to terms with loss and all done through that sort of it's pretty supernatural cool. lens it's too real no, it's like a it's real way anime. too real it is yeah. really that, real but, i mean that those moments are the stuff that i really like i love that real mm. like like the supernatural stuff is cool and it's flashy like i remember we, we were talking about like favorite moments in uh, naruto and one of my favorite moments was when uh, uh, Asuma dies. Like, I think that's such a good. It's like right where you stop. Right? Yeah, don't, don't, Why am I don't doing come this for thing? my like, brand right the same there. Thing and then the same thing out there. Ooh, but, uh, 
no, it's just it's so good. Like I I love those very real human moments. <laughs> Why are you doing this to That's me, awesome Gabe? On an eggshell. Why yeah, are yeah. you doing this to me? <laughs> but for, yeah, but first I just the, came here to cry about anime, yeah. not to get called out You're like this. You're the one this. that's talking about all the sad shit. You yeah. mentioned Anohana. You're the reason. That's fair. That's right fair. <laughs> maybe maybe the the next time we do this, it might end up being like more upbeat stuff. But it better be because I've been on some depressing oh, conversations. No. <laughs> I ah, man, I I that's something I kind of need to learn to gauge. Cause I I love going there with people, but I need to get better at knowing when people don't want to. Cause I guess the way that I I deal with those kind of conversations might be different than others. Like for me, the uh, what's the word cathartic? I guess the cathartic nature of like diving deep into those thought mm-hmm. bubbles is. I don't know. It it does me more good when I do that. I feel better at the other end of it, yeah. and I don't think that's the case for everyone. So uh, like, it's not, and yeah, part of yeah. that's just where you're at at life. There yeah. was definitely a time in my life when I did not want to dive yeah. <laughs> deep into that stuff, and I've, I'm I'm a bit more honest with my emotions mm. now. I think. I think that's not to get too. Um, socially political i guess i don't know where where this even falls now um but i think that's something that generally and stereotypically guys struggle with more like there's a lot of times where like especially i know me growing up like there's there's this stereotype or stereotypical like stoic guy you don't show your emotions you don't cry like that's not so like you're a man. Yeah, you're a man. You're a yeah. Man yeah. Up. yeah. Yeah. That's that was my yeah. dad. It's like too. Man, I yeah. Like that. I and and I think that I I get very I I try to be very careful when I talk about this stuff because I think there's a place for that. I don't think that that's bad. I think I don't think that I think knowing when to be stoic and when to like allow yourself to be vulnerable is is the thing that I think people struggle with. Yeah. And I, and I I say that because I feel like I I'm very much for people being okay with being vulnerable, but I I don't want people to just stop there, you know? Like I think that there's there's validity in in really understanding your emotions and knowing when to display what if that well, makes any sense. Well, and there's so. there's a difference. I would say there's a big difference between delaying when you deal with your emotions and, and bottling your yes, emotions. Yes, the latter I think yep. is very yep. much what the the older generation did yep. Yep. and sort of the values they pressed on, but if like god forbid, right, something were to happen to a member of my family or something like that, I'd have to deal with that, but yep. there's shit that I would still have to do. Yep. Like I'm I have the luxury of not being an only child, right? Yep. But when my parents go Someone is going to have to put that shit aside yep. and deal with arranging funerals, yep. dates, and all that sort of stuff. And that's real hard to do if you're letting everything run unchecked. Yep. But by the same token, you still got to deal with you those emotions. Yeah. It's just yeah. being able to say, I'm going to deal with this, just not right now. Right. There, we have, I, I don't. Bottling, no. bottling causes problems. That's dangerous. Bo- <laughs> bottling caused my mental breakdown. Yeah. I can tell you that. <laughs> Woohoo! 
I think that's the case for most people. Like that's just not a healthy way of dealing with any of that stuff. We, I don't, we have a mutual friend, acquaintance. I don't know what your guys' relationship is with him. Um, I don't want to say his name because I don't know if that's something yeah, he no, really no wants call to talk outs. about. No call-outs. No call-outs. Yeah, I, I think you guys know who I'm talking about, where he had to deal with something like that recently. And I remember talking to him about that. And I think tragedy sucks, right? Like yeah. that, that kind of stuff, is, it's, it's never going to be uh, – it's never going to feel good. But I have noticed after that just a level of like – maturity and just very level-headedness and just he's changed as a person for the better because he allowed himself to be like vulnerable with certain people and i think on the other end of that he's realized like oh that this isn't bad <laughs> like this is actually the opposite of that this is really good um but i'm, I'm actually gonna have him on next um maybe his second foray here on the podcast but yeah yeah, I want to mention something yeah. just because we're on this topic. Yeah, let's let's have it. I think that uh, topics like these are interesting because I tend to hang out with people that mm-hmm. are older than me. Sure, I'm I'm of a younger. Uh, we, we've established age you're, here. Yes, we did establish you're, that. You're eleven. Um, <laughs> I I am eleven. I am new and recent to that mm. a lot of that shit because, like, so my family. Uh, literally everyone in my family up to like great 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 grandparents all had kids really young so I grew up with like my great great grandmother like I knew her for years Mm. and she was like the first family member that passed away and even then I was I was like little and stuff so emotions weird when you're a kid you know sure think about it much until you're older um like two years ago now almost two years ago now uh I lost my great grandfather and he was someone I so the death note right. grandparents' house. It was their house that I was at watching. All gotcha. The time. So I I, uh, I lived. I was like very houses close. Were I lived on their property for, gotcha. for years. Dang. I grew up. Yeah, I grew up there. That's crazy. And were that young. That that was weird. And that was the first time I actually had to deal with that kind of shit. And it sucked because it was it was right before Christmas. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Not that there's ever a good time. Yeah, yeah that's it was, true. It was <laughs> like, right before it was it was shitty and unfortunate. And I had to like. I don't know. So it's like there's this moment where everything like you, it's like a light switch in your head, you know, where you don't really think about anything sad yeah. because you're living your life. Yeah. And everything's great. And then you like after hey. the fact, the light switch just kind of flicks on and you're like, oh, this is something I have to think about and mm-hmm. deal with. now." Mm-hmm. And that light switch for me was I was sitting in my grand in my grandma's house. Like after the fact, she had a, a priest come to their house and like give prayer and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was just kind of sitting there, and I wasn't thinking much about it. Because even at this point, I was still kind of like, oh, he's not really gone. Yeah. And this was recent yeah. to me. I yeah. was like 19, you mm. know? And that, this is the first time that I had to actually deal with this. And I was like, I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, this, this really, really yeah. sucks. And I don't look forward to aging because of this. Yeah. So, it like you get, just it, mentioned, it doesn't get easier. It sucks, it, but eventually someone's got to do funeral plans and shit like that. I don't want to be that. Yeah. I'm the oldest. Yeah. I have a younger brother. Yeah. That's going to be me. That's I don't want to think about yeah. that. Like, like I, I've been very fortunate to not, I haven't had that. Well, okay. So I haven't, I haven't had that experience yet. Um, 
But I have been to my grandfather's funeral. And I'm not, I was not, I was never very close with my, my extended family, mostly because my, my parents moved from the Virgin Islands to the States. And my brother, while he was born, he's in there, by the way. I probably should have told that. Um, <laughs> I was like playing Dodo Unload or something. Um, I think actually he's been playing City of Heroes for some reason. Um, but, oh, man. Yeah, like he's been grinding. Dude, I've been, getting, I've been hitting that hard myself. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. I, he, he was like trying to get me into it. I'm like, but Apex Legends. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I remember going to that funeral. Granted, uh, so uh, let me back up. Continue what I was saying. So he was born in St. Thomas. I was born in Sumter, South Carolina. I'm the only person in my family that was born in the like the mainland U.S. states. And because of that, I never got to know a lot of like I met them over over the years and like I know who they are, um, but I never connected with them. But I remember being at that funeral and I I was not sad, but what impacted me from that funeral was my mother who was visibly just distraught, like just like her dad died. So like obviously like she's she's really upset. And it was the moment of me consoling someone who has consoled me before. And it was just like, oh, okay, there it is. Well, I was like, that, that's, that's the mm-hmm. feeling. And, and, and now I'm almost, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost 30. And I, and I've, I've recently, I don't get to see my parents that often, uh, but they both came through town recently. And I, in, in just kind of hanging out with them for a little bit, I was like, there will be a moment where I will have to deal with that. And I don't know how I will deal with that really at this point, but it's not something that I'm genuinely afraid of anymore. Cause I think after my grandfather's death, it was something that was always in the back of my mind that like was very frightening, but now it's more of just like, I don't know how I'll deal with it, but I'll deal with it because there's a lot of moments where like you, the, the saying, I don't know how I'll deal with it implies that I'm not going to be able to deal with it. But I think I will be able to. I just don't know how I'll manage. But, I mean that's just yeah. that's a yeah. time thing. That's yeah. like I'm yeah. I'm envious, yeah. man. Yeah. I don't I don't <laughs> have that mindset myself. I, yeah. I, I I wish I could. I I think part of it, it this is sad, but <laughs> I think part of it is because I never I never really I this is something that I'm I'm getting better at now because I realized that this is a flaw in the way that I kind of interact with people. Um, and it also makes it very difficult for me to make really good, deep friends with people. I have a point where I kind of go, yeah, cool. We're friends. We're friends. We're friends. And then I stop where I kind of go, okay, but if I get too invested with this person, anything bad happens, that's going to hurt me. And, but now I kind of gotten to the point there's, there's a particular friend now that I, 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 I've allowed myself to go, you know what? Let's just keep going and see what happens. Uh, and so far it's been great. It's been, it's been nice. So I, 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 I recognize that that is a bad thing. And I think that also helps me not feel the full weight of what, what is to come, I guess, when it comes to my parents, because even in those relationships, I love them, love them to death, but there's, there's definitely a part where it's like, I know that there's a, a wall to a certain extent between my parents and myself that maybe will prevent me from 
feeling that that despair or or sorrow, I guess, or whatever, uh, when that time comes. But if the, the the one way I look at it though is if if that is the case and that's just kind of how I deal with it, at least I may be the person that deals with like the funeral prep and all that stuff. So it's it's not it's not all of a bad thing. If mm-hmm. if 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 I have that blockage there, I guess is the way I look at it. It's like, okay, if if that's there, how can I make this a good thing? So but I I I remember being in the position that you were in where it's just like, oh shit. I have mm-hmm. to care about this now or I have to think about this now. Oh, I like I went into this weird prep mode mm. for like a, like a year, like a while where I was watching videos titled How to Cope with Death. Oh, wow. For quite some time because because it, it it did yeah. change my perspective pretty hard and I was just like I it, it took like a, like I said, it took like a year, but I'm I'm very glad to say that at my young age, I'm very much at yeah, a point. Yeah, you're where lucky. I'm very lucky. Have definitely accepted that death is just a part of life. Yeah, and that also helped with being afraid of death because, like, it's, it's gonna it's happen. Gonna happen. It's, it's gonna like, happen. And like, and like, when you uh, can't think of the term, but like, you know how people like uh, death in pop culture is just like the dude with the the right, right, the right, scythe. If when you die, that's who you see, I'm just gonna fucking high five this. It's like, what's dude? up, dude? Like, I'm ready to go, man. Let's it's like, go. can I get one of those? I'll yeah, right. Like, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and and I'm hoping that I can just keep that for the next however many fucking years I live. And yeah, hopefully it works. That's that's ideal, I guess. Yeah, that's great. I love the fact that we went from anime. Dude, anime <laughs> makes death. you think about oh, yeah, this. This is my shit. favorite. Yeah. This is my like, favorite yeah. way to have a conversation. There's a link. Anime, yeah. like I I have definitely. Anime can be very therapeutic in a lot mm-hmm. of ways when you find something that's very analogous to something you've gone through, something you're going through. Uh, I mean, people people find inspiration in a lot of places. Anime is one of them. There, there's definitely some heavy shit that yeah. you can, you know, deal with. That's why we love it so yeah. much. There's so much I mean, don't shit. get me wrong. Like any medium, there's sure. tons of garbage and, yeah. and stuff like that out there. Like, People look at film as a medium. You're not going to talk about Jack and Jill in the same breath as Citizen Kane. Uh, Maybe you're not. (laughs) Well, I I just did. (laughs) Here we are. I do think that there's there's a lot that anime does differently because of its origin and like the culture that it comes from, and because of that, it it tells those stories in a different way. That because like if you if I were to take I'm trying to think of what anime is as close to like Batman Beyond as possible. Oh, hold on. Woo. Give me a second like... here. <laughs> Damn, you said Batman Beyond and I was like, oh, I got this. I got this. No problem. No. There's not, there's not a, well, in order for I'm that, sure you could find Yeah, I'm sure there's something sure. like that. Um, I hate to say it, but there could be. The, one of the newer Sword Art Online things where you have well, I mean, let's, a mentor let's... kind of thing. I hate Sword Art Online, by the way. I, it's not 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 even in my top like anything. It's, it's... I'm really trying to hold back words. You like Sword Art Online? We 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 almost had this conversation. Did last we? Time and I held back the <laughs> he words. He did. He How? did. How? You watched it, didn't you? I listened. Yeah. I listened. <laughs> you listened. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? Okay. The first the first season mm-hmm. is a bad show. 
<laughs> episodes one of the first season, episodes one through twelve. You've seen Zoro? No, okay. I haven't. All right. Episodes one through twelve of the first season are actually just a good show. It is a good show. Of the second season or the first? First season. Okay. It is All a right. good show. And you got to remember, you watched it, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. I've seen. The elf, I've seen. The yeah. elf shit. Yeah. Is also season one. You got to remember that. That's also season really? one. Really? Correct. Season one goes all through Sword Art and through Alfheim. That's season one. Wow. It makes no fucking sense to me. Yeah. And then they Shit. go Sword Art 2, Sword Art Online 2. Right. Which is an amazing anime. Sword Art Online 2 is really good. And the only thing you have to get past is... I don't know if I've seen Sword Art 2 now. It's good. Do you, okay. know, do you have any idea what it's about? I don't about? think so. They're in a world called Gungale Online, and it's all military. Oh, you know what? I've seen the video game. It's like Call, yeah, it's like yeah. Call of Duty, <laughs> but VR. Yeah. It's really neat. The only thing that's stupid, the only dumb shit, is that, like, and this is a whole different topic in its own, and when you do this thing correctly, it makes sense, and it's good. But... <laughs> When you make a character a different gender, or you make them look like a different gender, something along mm-hmm. those lines, right? There's there's plenty of plenty of different ways this can stretch out. But when you do it just because, and it's so obvious that it's just because, <laughs> there's no other reason for it. There's no other fucking other reason than for, for like cosplayers to be like, hey, I can. I'm a like- huge fucking supporter of like, without going into a whole bunch of stuff. The LGBTQ community sure. shit being yeah. portrayed in normal shit normally, please do that. I want to see that. The normal part is the important thing. Exactly. Yeah. When you do it just because, it fucking ruins everything. And the start of the second season is main character Kirito, he goes into Gun Gale on, on like a, a mission kind of. He, he goes in to investigate shit because okay. there's killings. And stuff. It's really neat. It's actually like about a suit. It's pretty good. Hmm. Pretty good. I actually really enjoy the second season. Um, when he spawns in, he spawns in as a character model that is completely androgynous. They have long hair, like it's like they they're just complete androgynous. Hmm. And he has no and he has no idea. He spawn it's just a random spawn in. Yeah. And it's like some dude runs up to him and he's like, Oh my god, you have this model character? That's fucking crazy. And he's like, Whatever. So the entire show, he's got long hair and at first glance you're like, Oh, he's a girl avatar. And yeah. they're like no, he's not. <laughs> but there is zero reason for that. Huh. Like, I feel like I've seen this. Like, I mean, maybe. it's the, the reason is that, like, we talked about earlier, there's some stuff maybe that, um, for as rough as things can be in the States, maybe Japan is even slightly less sure. progressive yeah, yeah, yeah. about. Yes. That's a very. That's the reason. <laughs> Okay, well, when I say no reason, <laughs> I'm allowed to not like that specifically. No, but absolutely, absolutely. That is yeah. exactly what it is. But that one moment thing aside, if you've seen Sword Season 1, which you have, yeah, Season 2 is actually really good. It's actually a I don't, really good show. I don't think I've sat down. I, I think I've maybe seen like one or two episodes of it. it and then it. Oh, man. So now I'm just thinking about scenes. Fuck. Sorry. Yeah, because I was under the impression that the elf thing was season two. Exactly. Like everyone else was, myself included. Like it basically should have been a season two. Yeah. Because it was very different. Yeah, it like, was very yeah. different. It, it, like, it was like, may, like, okay, to be fair, to be fair, I could be completely fucking wrong <laughs> because I realized like, 
I realized means. recently we were having a conversation. We we're talking about uh, Soul Eater, which is another probably top five anime I've ever seen. Oh. I love Soul oh, Eater. Oh, all right. Let's see where this goes. All right. That's a little higher than it should be, but all right. Cut season four out. Oh. Really good. Um, <laughs> I want to have a Come conversation on, with you. No, 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 yeah. We're, we're all two conversations trying to have. We were talking about um, uh, Soul Eater, and I was saying, oh, it's four seasons. And you were like, no, it's not. It and I was like, yeah, it's four fucking seasons. I watched it, Mark, <laughs> like ready to go have this argument. And you're like, no, it's not. And I looked it up, and I was like, fuck, it's not. <laughs> Why did I think it was four seasons? I looked it up. Netflix specifically had it cut in four seasons. Ah. So when I watched Soul Eater, I literally watched it in four separate seasons. And I was like, I, I can explain that actually. Oh, thank you. So n- what Netflix does a lot of the times, I don't know if this is necessarily by design or just if it's just really crazy coincidence. Mm. Netflix tends to cut things up uh, in the same way that initial DVD release cuts it up. Soul Leader was initially released in four parts on DVD. Part one, part two, part uh, three, part four. Uh, so uh, if Netflix was following that, they would cut that accordingly. Same thing happened with Brotherhood where they cut it into, I want to say Brotherhood originally came out in five pieces. And so when it was on Netflix, I don't know if it still is, they had it cut into five seasons. Now that said, I think Brotherhood actually is, so that worked out, Hmm. but you get the point. The funny thing about Brotherhood specifically, though, is that when I watched it, it started on Netflix, and for a long time, Netflix ended at a random episode. Netflix ended, I can tell you the episode too. You've seen Brotherhood, right? Uh, Yes. Netflix ended on the first episode not even mid fight like not even the end of the fight the first episode of the armstrong armstrong versus sloth <laughs> oh yeah they ended halfway through the promise just thing. Ended. he was halfway like i'm here and they're like let's do yeah. a tag team and, and they're like, like end of the it. fucking show that's and you're it. like wait what what that is, i know that is not true but <laughs> that's okay. hilarious but um th- there's a reason we were talking about that and it's fine seasons seasons yeah i I, I think me, that is stupid, but I also have a lot of appreciation for Netflix because they bring back shows that I actually really like. So the the easiest way to usually tell, and this is a little wild, but especially when it comes to anime, um, anime 99.999999% of the time, when they have a season change, they'll change openings. So having never seen Sword Art Online, let me ask you, is it the same opening between... The 12 episodes that you like and this elf stuff that you're talking about. Nope, it does. So they probably are actually different seasons. Mm. Sword Art 2 might just be considered like a different show, maybe. They so, do that so sometimes. Sword yeah. Art, so it, that is how it is. So Sword Art mm. 1 is probably two seasons. The one, regular one. Yeah. And then uh, Sword, Sword Art, Art It's literally called Sword Art Online 2. And it's just one season. Great. I think it's worth the watch because it's talking about like those high impact moments and mm. shit that one's more, so you know how the first show is all about killings and shit sure the first feels like a video game right it, that's the point of yeah. it yeah the second season is about killings also but it feels more like a serial killer because sword art 2 sword art 2 okay because it's also shown in real life outside of the game world because he can go in and out of the game normally Interesting. it's that, that the, the whole like you die in game that's okay. not a part so of it. there's like there's there's a degree of like Death Note S drama there, which is oh, good. There is an episode where okay. you're like, like I don't want to watch this. <laughs> it's really fucking good. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. I'll give it a shot. But so the, uh, I do want to say just because I brought it up, the whole reason I brought up Soul Eater, saying it's one of my favorite shows, mm-hmm. mangas, is because 
How much have I talked about Fire Force, Mark? Uh, quite a bit. Quite, quite a, a bit. bit. Fuck it. Is that the firefighting thing? Correct. Okay, here's the thing, though. It sounds like a meme, right? <laughs> yeah. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> the second I heard about that show initially, I was like, wow, that is a fucking meme because they're firefighters and they use fire to fight fire. I get it. Huh? You're not clever. Oh, what? wait, wait. What do you They huh? use fire to fight fire? So the point of the show is that, like, like there was, a, a, like, in the past, there was, like, a huge, like, the great cataclysm. The world caught on fire. Everything died. And the world kind of reset. Like it's still people. Like we have buildings and cars. Yeah. It's normal. But there's like a there was like a weird reset point, and the people born after that were uh, born with py- like pyrokinesis powers, basically. Okay. There's and then uh, based on the generation that you are, you have stronger flames. So the entire show is about all about like the flame. So like God is portrayed as the great flame. Hmm. I thought I watched. This, this sounds show. way better than its name. Its yes. name sucks. I like watched, started watching this show thinking this is gonna be a fucking joke, but it's made by the uh, guy that did Soul Eater, and I was like, I have to watch it because hmm. Soul Eater is one of my favorite things ever. It might be, dude. It's like on par with Naruto. Really? I'm not even fucking kidding. It is the one of the greatest animes I've ever seen. Because here and here's why: it's not long. First, I'm reading currently reading the manga now. How long is the manga still ongoing? Yeah, correct. Manga still going. Good, the manga's good, good, got good. plenty of shit, good. so you'll it's a shonen. You'll get all the stuff you want. That was the problem I had. With first season is only 24 episodes, mm-hmm. and it so much. How many seasons does it have for anime? Just ones? one. Just it, one? It's, it's, okay. it's 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 new. It came out last season. Okay, and, like last like anime yeah, season, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it ended. So it may get picked probably. up again for anime wise. Oh, it no, it already sure, had, well, October. Oh, it comes cool. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. Like. I'll give it a shot. I cannot tell you how great that show is. I do have a problem now where there's, I've, I have so many things like oh, that people yeah. have just been like, not even just anime, just like TV shows and whatnot. Like, Video people games, just, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I think the only reason that I still play video games at this point is to play with Corey. I was going to say to feel like you have a social. Life. Yeah. Man, like, it, it's sad because like, uh, there's, I guess, I don't know if Magic Arena counts, but I I'll sit down and like he's like no no it does not no it doesn't. Uh, but you can't chat. It's true. And I think that's a feature, not a bug. Yeah. Yeah, but guess what? You guess when you also can't chat when you're hermiting in your apartment normally. It's that's true. why God gave us Discord. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair. I just Skype. Yeah. Skype. Skype too. <laughs> Skype too. Yeah. I I think I I love video games. Like I'll sit down and play them when I can, but recently when I can has become very short. Uh, just because I have too much other stuff going on. So Preach. same thing happens with like anime too for me, like where I love good ones. The problem I have is I get burned on so many bad ones where I'll sit, like there's sometimes I'll sit on my computer and I'm just like, all right, let me find something new. Okay. This looks cool. Watch the first episode. I was like, this is actual garbage. And then like, I'll like, you know what? Maybe I gave a second episode and then the middle of the second episode, I go to sleep. And I wake up the next day and I'm just like, all right, well, to hell with that. But I I need to catalog all of the different recommendations that I've been given over the last couple of days. Can, try can, to... I, can I add one to the pile? Sure. Go for it. All right. I bring this up because especially knowing that one of your big gateways was um, Death Note. Sure. There's a series that I always recommend to people who are into Death Note, not because it's like really similar to Death mm. Note, but that it's similar to Death Note in the way that there's nothing else like it. Okay. Uh, that is very, very unique. It's a 13-episode show called Erased. Came out three or four years ago. Hmm. 
I forget, Gabe, have you seen it or not? So I haven't seen it on my own, but I have walked in and out of the living room (laughs) while my roommates and ex at the time watched it constantly. (laughs) So I've seen a lot of Erased. And I've also seen all the the, the, the very twists. gruesome, yeah. very fucked up parts of a race. Yeah. So I totally get, understand what you're talking about. So so let me hit you with this, right? Okay. So Erased is basically a, a sort of murder mystery with a supernatural twist. The, okay. the main character has a power. He can't control it. And what happens is he'll his consciousness will get thrown back in time okay. by random amounts of time, usually right after he witnesses some sort of tragedy. So like in the opening sequence, there's like a car that runs off the road. He gets thrown back in time like 30 seconds and is able to like prevent it from That's pretty cool. from running over someone. This uh, is my brother, by the way. I'm sure the microphone's right <laughs> <in> the <middle. laughs> uh, So shenanigans happen okay. and basically uh, somebody gets, I-, I won't spoil too much. Someone gets murdered by a serial killer and his consciousness in response to this gets thrown back into like his 10 year old self. So he has to figure out like what's going on here. That's going to affect what happens in the future. Holy crap. And like, because it's just his consciousness and he can't control it. Like, yeah, he knows. I think like he's like in his late twenties at the time the series starts. It was like, he has this knowledge of the next 18 years but all the abilities of a 10-year-old and no idea how any of it connects together with catching this murderer. Huh. <laughs> and right. it's 13 episodes. Yeah, that's what I'm like, like how do you... That sounds like the, the plot of a season, like when you go that far back, but that's... So I guess I won't ask that because I'll spoil stuff, but I'll add that to my list. It's, it's 13 episodes. You do it on your Highly own. recommend. <laughs> I know there's also like a, a live action adaptation. I haven't watched that. Erased? Yeah. Don't know. Don't know if that carries the because same the quality. Live action, the live action adaptation of Death Note was so good. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was trash. <laughs> which, of, of the two, which are we referring to? The, the, the Japanese one. That, the one that was the Netflix one. We don't count that. It doesn't exist. Okay. actually, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I blanked out of what. <laughs> exactly. That's good. That's, that's good. You shouldn't know about. You one. missed right. no conversation. All right, yeah. cool. No, I really want to know. You can't leave me in the dark, guys. Come on. <laughs> Do you though? It'll ruin everything for you. Well, maybe I'll just say it sucks and we'll move on. Death Note. Netflix. Didn't watch it because I didn't want to watch it because I know it sucks. Yeah. Okay. I watched like ten minutes of it. Yeah. yeah I, fuck I, that. I watched a video that was just trashing it on YouTube. And I was like, this is good enough for me. This is bad. <laughs> and I went on, went on about my way. Um, but I think we have probably run our the course of the time. Well over the time that I've been trying to tell myself that. Let me, b- before yeah, we wrap up, what's I, up? I gotta, I gotta come there? back to it. Why do you hate Undertale? Oh, okay. this, this has All been right. sitting with okay. me for an hour and Why, a half so, probably. So, so the, the beauty of this is the fact that on my, my first foyer into YouTube, uh, Okay, I don't know what that was. <laughs> it's my phone. I don't oh, okay. need it. Okay, um, my first time time around YouTube, that was like the huge. Uh, it was like kind of a meme on the channel of just like, yeah, Joe hates Undertale, ha ha ha. Like I think I even it's back when I I'd make like shorter videos and was like more gaming news oriented. Uh, we had like a twenty four hour stream where uh, that's ambitious we, as hell. Oh, uh, we did it. I fell asleep behind that couch 
Um, uh, but uh, there were there were four of us, so like it, we had shifts. But um, there was a thing where like if we do this thing, Joe has to play Undertale uh, for my block of the thing. They didn't do it, and I didn't get to play it. But I did play it at some point. Um, my problem with Undertale is not necessarily with the game. It's probably has more to do with the time that it was released in. It so. All right, well, so, hit, hit me with this. So my this thing ho- is hottest of takes. My thing is, this makes me sound really bad too, but it's okay. Uh, you remember Crisis, right? Uh, yeah, the super shooter. high end PC shooter yep. game mm-hmm. for a long time. The benchmark on how people measure their Correct. PCs is how well they could run Crisis. Yep, until The Witcher Three came out. Until The Witcher yeah. Three came out, <laughs> and ruined everybody's video cards. Um, but so when that game came out, it was a moment where I thought. Oh, games that have a a really interesting plot can also look good. They don't have to be shit. So to me, I began to to put more value in aesthetically how a game looks. Not even necessarily like it doesn't need to be on CryEngine 15. It It doesn't need to be like on Unreal 4 or anything like that. But like there was a game that was announced called Last Night. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember. It's from. It has not come out yet because the guy who, um, the head developer of it had some something some involvement with the whole GamerGate thing, and ever since that came out, like that game has just been thrown off the shelf. So I don't know when it's actually going to come out. Game looks great. It's a very two D two point five D like S game. It looks great. Um, so even stuff like that I like. Orion Blind Forest looks gorgeous. Like I, that stuff I appreciate. What pissed me off about Undertale was the fact that in twenty. 17 i think that's when that game came out 2017 2016 something like that in that range somewhere in there uh, probably closer to 16 than that story could have been told better and i think it would have been better served in a if it was done in a better medium a better looking a better aesthetically pleasing medium i hate i it drove me nuts because every game that came out around that time was that everyone was like cashing on like Hey, you remember the 16-bit days, guys? You remember the 8-bit stuff? What if I just made an 8-bit game and threw it up on Steam? You'll give me money for that, right? And people said, uh-huh, and then they gave the money. And it pissed me off that Undertale was so big. And I was like, this game looks like shit, and it doesn't have to. Like, there, there are resources now that can make this game be a better experience by putting in more time. Since Ooh, then, hot takes. All right. Since all right. then, it's in, that's interesting. Yeah, I've I've learned a couple of things since the the initial moment of uh, my hatred for that game. One of the fact is that it was made by one person, so I kind of give them a little bit of like, okay, you did this by yourself. I understand. However, there was a software back in the day when I was still in middle school called the Game Factory. Uh, download that bad boy. I could make a game. You remember that shit? They still, use they that still in have public it. School. Yep. yep. I did. I did that in. Uh, uh, I remember the class I was in, like sophomore year. I used that. It's program, it's great yeah. for programming. Like yeah. it's a really good way to teach people like coding and stuff like that. Like the very very basics of coding. But um, I could make a game in Game Factory now that looks better than Undertale, and that that I I could I could remake Undertale in Game Factory. It would take me like years, obviously, but I could remake it in that and it would be way more aesthetically pleasing than that. Like, and I understand that this is a very small thing to hate such a big game about, but 
I just I remember literally logging on the Steam and every day it was just Undertale S games. Like even out of that era, like you got like Stardew Valley, um, you got Jotun. I don't know if you guys ever played that game. Um, like uh, I guess Hyper Light Drifters. Jotun. Jotun, you're right. Excuse no, me. You're right, man. Big dumb American. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, like I just I hated that that became the trend, and I feel like that game solidified that trend. And it made everyone else say, oh, it's okay to just make something garbage and throw it up on, on, Ooh, I'm not calling Undertale like, garbage. Oh boy. But, like, but you are. Oh boy, but howdy. I, but it's, it's like, it's, it's okay to like make this very low end. Say, like, I don't need to learn Unreal. I can just learn like Flash and I can throw up a game on Steam and people will buy it. And people bought it. Because they, they, everyone was so doped up on this nostalgia train. And I was like, this game is the epitome of that. I hate it. Like, I, I don't know if I've explained myself well enough here. But no, that, I, that's, I mean, why, that's why that game, to me, has such a like negative like point you, in my brain. You have explained it very well. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> can follow that logic like, train. Hard, hard disagree <laughs> on just about everything that's that fair. you've said. That's but fair. I can at least like... That's a coherent argument. Yeah, it's just, I disagree completely yeah. with that coherent argument, but I can follow that yeah. from start to finish. There's a logic there. Yeah. I just hard disagree though. I just hate, hard I hate disagree. I hate the error that it, it it solidified or ushered in. Not necessarily the game. I think the game itself and the story is pretty cool. But I think that its existence caused Steam to be a dumpster fire for a long time. So it's interesting you say how like that game comes out and then people go, oh, I can do that too. And then mm-hmm. that oh, breeds that, a generation that of happens with really Battle Royale. Look that happens, that literally happens with every, every single yeah. popular game that ever comes out. Sure. VRs are like they're terrible. The thing now. I say this being a, a, a avid Apex Legends player. I That's hate. literally the best one though. It is. Yeah. I've tried this new war Call of Duty thing. It, it's all right. I don't know if I like it. I watched it. I watched my roommate play it. I didn't play it, but it seems all right. I don't. I, so the reason why I like Apex is because it's fast, and that game does not feel fast, and I hate that. I do not want to loot for 10 minutes to get into a fight for half a second and then get shot from behind. What bothers me the most in that for that exact same yeah. reasoning is the fact that it's A, Call of Duty, which is like one of the most fast-paced like not yeah. not not the most by far, but one of because it's the most popular. Right. Fast paced first person shooters, at least in terms of realistic shooters. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Like CSGO you gotta go is to probably some... one of the fastest. I feel like in the sense of pulling, uh, starting to shoot to ending the match. Does that make sense? Because you're sneaking around. I understand that nothing's happening for a while. Right. But the second you start shooting, I'd say some of the older games might be there. Like, well, like yeah, Unreal yeah, Tournament, yeah, like Unreal, that kind of stuff. Oh that stuff is just God, constant tournament. speed. Like, I love that game. <laughs> so good. But Taking me back. Yeah. It's, it's strange <laughs> that they that they especially in the whole VR cycle now mm-hmm. they're all tend they all tend to be fast paced. Call of Duty of all people, who who I've played I've played Modern Warfare. Yeah. It's actually quite fun. I I'm very surprised at how yeah. fun it is for Call of Duty game. Very fast paced. Yeah. Very fast paced. They dumbed it down too much. Because now you can't play it the same way. I sp- the first game I played, I spent most of the match in a helicopter, yeah. flying around on the top of the map where no one else could shoot me, and the circle would just get smaller and smaller. And then eventually, I was just like, you know what? What would happen if I just crashed the helicopter on the last team? Oh, they died. I win. 
That was the first that game I played. I was just game. like, this is the dumbest thing. I was like, this game sucks. Like, why would you? I was like, because it was so Ooh. small that like they couldn't. And I had like a decent gas mask. So I could kind of fly out of the zone a little bit. But the moment that it was down to the final thing. And I was like, hey, I see you right there. Boom. And I was like, and it's like, you win. I was like, this is the dumbest thing. I jumped out and like got my parachute. But I aimed the helicopter so that it would just drop. And I was like, all right, cool. that's where I wanted to go. And I win. I was like, this game, it, don't do that. <laughs> program, program that out of the game. Take that out. Like, that is stupid. I guess that's always my crux with those games and vehicles. I've never been like, yay, they added vehicles into a BR. I'm like, it's, I hate them. They're always, they're always abusable. Every single time they're implemented into a game, they're always abusable. But that's me whining about video. Evil video mm. games suck. So then, thank you for indulging me. Yeah. I, just, I had no, to no, know. That's it was, fair. It was going to torture me. I yeah. had to I'm, know. I'm taking it that you were a big fan of Undertale. Uh, I'm a big fan of Undertale. Uh, 80% of that is due to the narrative. Sure. I think um, there's a lot of games that the story I love, few of them have made me rethink about the medium as a whole in the way that Undertale did. That's fair. Uh, that said... Still hard disagree yeah, with just a lot okay. of the stuff that you said. That's that is the the beauty of conversation. You don't necessarily always agree, but like granted, could Undertale have been told? Like, could that same story have been told in a different art style? Like, did it require that art style? No, yeah. that art style was not required to tell that story. But knowing the specific influences that led into sure. that game. Like I get the, the mother like earthbound stuff. Like I understand that I, I, that that's not lost on me. And I think it's also, I don't, I don't want to mischaracterize what you said. So I'm trying to choose no, no. my words carefully and, here. It, even if you do mischaracterize it, it's fine. I'm not going to be upset. I'm, I, I think, I think you are selling short the amount of effort and detail that still has to be put into uh, pixel art. I think. Sure. I mean, I, I can. I can see how. You, yeah. So, let me. A game that I play on my Switch right now that is a the most pixel art game I have played in a while. Wizards of Legend. I don't know if you played that game. It's a it's a roguelite game where you're literally going through a dungeon, playing as this little wizard, and you get these upgrades as you go through. It's a blast. I love it. It's not about the art. It's more about had, had Undertale come out right now, I probably wouldn't be as upset about it. It was the time that it came out in and what it what I believe it caused. No, I don't that's 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 where where my hang up is. I, guess. I disagree with the cause, but I can understand how you would get to that because it was the biggest game of that type of right. that era. You got to remember the same era was Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight was Still big huge. in its yes. own right. Absolutely got eclipsed by Undertale. Ten thousand percent. My question would be, the, the I guess the other side of that is, could when when developers begin to do the nostalgia thing, my fear is that we begin to slow down on what games will end up being. So what I mean by that is, like, say for instance, if if today after Undertale came out. Um, and to a degree, I think this happened, and that's part of the reason why I'm, I'm a little upset with it, is that game came out. And then because that game came out and was so successful, other people began to copy it, right? Mm -hmm. So the other people that began to copy it also 
stayed with that nostalgic style. What would have happened if that game was instead... All right, cool. <laughs> That's Undertale. Thanks, thanks, Let me shut this down. Um, what would have happened if instead it was... Some br- like something along the lines of like say Mirror's Edge. You guys play, okay. you guys play that? I'm familiar okay. with it. Okay, so so like I'm disappointed in that game because I think I think the first one was so good because it was so new. There was nothing like that. Not nothing like that whatsoever. My problem with Undertale is there are things like that, and I feel like when when people get stuck in this pattern of like, oh, remember the the whole. South Park member berries thing. Mm-hmm. And you don't progress the genre forward. You instead, like, because Stardew Valley is one of those things that I think came about because of the success of that game. And while Stardew Valley is a good game, I think, I think people enjoy it. It's not something I, it's not, it's out of my ballpark of stuff that I like playing. But I would have much rather that it been something brand new that I have never experienced before than a game that's based around, well, not based around, but like that definitely uses nostalgia as a selling point. I don't like nostalgia as a selling point. I love the old games that I play. I appreciate them, but I want to move on past them. I, w- I want the next thing to come out to be bigger and better than that. Let me hit you with the counterpoint. Yep. Let me hit you with this. All right. Mirror's Edge. Sure. Sure. Beautiful, gorgeous game, modern consoles. I don't think anyone would argue that when it came out, it was the best looking game of the time. I think the, yeah, it, it was it was good looking. It was, it was good, on par yeah. with the other AAA titles right, right. at the time. Sure. But it wasn't the fact that it was gorgeous that set it apart. Right. And I'm what not set saying it that. Apart, no, I get that. Yeah, okay, I get okay, that. Okay, let me okay, let me okay, let me okay. let me, let me yeah, take you on this train right now. I'm, I'm, I'm getting what, on the train. I'm sitting what down. set it apart was the gameplay innovation. Right. Absolutely. Like you're right. First person free running, something yeah. like that. Never been done before. Was it executed perfectly? I haven't played it. Couldn't say. <laughs> Not the point. Yes. The point is yes. one was. Two uh, two is the point is the it looked pretty, but the innovation that drove it forward was the gameplay. Right. What you're sort of, I think, conflating is that sort of innovation with graphical styling. I would argue that as a whole, because the industry as a whole, at least the upper end of the industry, which I think you would have to argue is the most representative of the industry. That's where most of the industry's dollars get spent. Sure. The upper end of that has been obsessed with graphical improvements to a poisonous degree. Let me ask you this, right? Mm-hmm. So um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, did you play that game? Yes. Yeah. Great game. Gorgeous. Absolutely wonderful game. Yeah. Fun, did a lot with, like, didn't do a lot of new stuff. No, but took the the concepts that it was using, it was, refined it them was, well. It was the Ubisoft added, formula. Added yeah. added enough new stuff to make it a lot of fun, make it really good. Would that have been a worse game had it come out uh, PS3 era graphics? Would that objectively have made? And and we're not talking like just pure pure graphically. Would if, that game have been worse if it was only done with PS3 era graphics? I don't know if the game would be worse, but its appeal would be smaller. That's that's what I'm saying. So like, I, I see, I I don't buy that. So because so if you you think, it, I'm not saying you think, but like, you, you, my thing is, do you think that if the games 
were not as visually appealing, but was still a $60 AAA Sony push title, but it had the exact same game mechanics that the same amount of people would buy it. I'm saying yes, but I think I'm sort of now conflating the point that I'm trying to make. Once we hit the PS3 era, mm-hmm. the difference graphically from generation to generation has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. PS2 sure. to PS3, huge shift. PS1 to PS2, huge, huge shift. Super Nintendo to the N64 right. PS1 area, These huge, big leaps. huge, huge yeah. leaps. We've gotten to the point where differences are incrementally smaller. And I think when you start looking at the bigger picture like that, the only real reason companies have to innovate new hardware is for graphical prowess. And that isn't making the games themselves more fun to play. It's making them prettier to look at, sure. Sure. Which does, granted, lend to an overall experience, but the difference is so small at this point that it is becoming actively anti-consumer. Do you really think graphics have shifted enough where we need a PS5, where we need a no. new Xbox? I think I think I may be not in the slightest. No, I think I think. But what you're saying is I, that that's what, that's what visual visuals help drive innovation, and I'm saying we're so stuck on the visuals. If you look at AAA titles in the last five years, there's been so little innovation right. in the gameplay wise because all of it has been focused on. Prettier, 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 prettier. I think I think I have I've made the mistake of not fleshing out. Visuals is a part of what I'm talking about. Visuals, they're not the sole thing. Because Baba is you. You guys know what that game? Yes. I don't, Phenomenal I don't, I don't, game. Because nothing like that existed. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's, it, the graphics are not something that like I needed to be this. It's It's more important to me that it does something different. Mm-hmm. That's that is the problem, and I don't feel like Undertale pushed oh, that. Oh. I think it was something that it, not only did it not do something different, it 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 had a a, a unique story, but the the overall feel of the game was nostalgic, not revolutionary. That's what I want. I want more revolutionary games. But that's why Undertale is revolutionary. It took. Everything that already existed, all of these existing pieces of these different formulas, it took this nostalgic veneer, it took your expectations about what a game in that genre should be, what the goals should be, what the objective is, how it is you advance through that game. And it used all of that to completely subvert what the expectation is to tell a revolutionary story and to completely help people rethink the way that they think about these types of games. I would argue 10,000% it is revolutionary where to have an RPG where historically it's kill, 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 grind, 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 to where to achieve the best possible outcome, you have to go through it completely playing against the way you would play any other game of that genre. How is that not revolutionary? So have you have you seen a game called... um? God, it is losing me now. It is a, uh, it's very similar to that. It's, um, fuck. I, it, it, this is why I have the computer here. Um, <laughs> with no mouse pad. Yeah, with no and mouse Amanda pad. And delay. <laughs> God, what is it called? 
I love seeing you get into something like I've been so quiet because I'm so enveloped <laughs> in this conversation now. After he's like, okay, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. Now this is, we're going to talk about <laughs> fine. This is fine. It, we may end up chopping this episode up. That's fine. Two, That's fine. Um, this is pissing me off that I can't remember what this game was called. It basically played with the expectations of a Call of Duty game. If you looked at the front of the cover of the game. Oh, uh, was it uh, like... Was it Spec Ops? Spec Ops. Spec the Ops. Line. The line. How the yes. fuck never, did you get that? Because so here's th- the thing: this is, it's a popular like. I have never played the game, but um, while I don't follow a lot of games journalism and game reviews, one of the things that I still follow is actually Zero Punctuation. And when that game was released, it was a really big deal to him how it did just that thing. It this took, is the front cover of the game. It, it took, looks like. Like a Call of Duty esque, like I'm a shooter guy mm-hmm. doing a soldier thing, thing, and the game couldn't have been it. There was definitely shooter elements, obviously, but it took that and flipped it on his head, much like Undertale. Mm-hmm. And so my 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 thing is this: I think that that's important, and I and I I give Undertale its praise where it's due. Like that is a cool thing. I'm not saying that's bad. I think that is a good thing. What I am saying is I, I want more companies to make this risk. I want them to use the, the thing that's not in the past. Because like the time that this thing came out, I think this literally came out in the middle of like uh, like Call of Duty, I mean, just, Battlefield. Just, just hit all and we'll yeah, get a release yeah, it, there, it literally right? just have the, the date and everything there. 2012. Uh, 2012. Yeah. So I think literally... Black Ops One had come out the previous year, two years prior. So so that year you were getting And you could argue Black Ops was the height of Call sure, of Duty right. Mania for sure. So like you had this game that came out with all of that hype and it didn't it, it didn't I guess maybe maybe they're similar because in my head I'm thinking they didn't it didn't rely on the nostalgia of like older things past. It, but it did rely on the nostalgia of Call of Duty or of, of the of the shooter genre. Yeah. So like they're very similar. I just feel I have I have more appreciation appreciation for this than I do something like Undertale, and that may just be because of the games that I grew up with. That's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and I pro- I would argue that that's probable because the golden age of of shooters was much more recent than the golden age of RPGs. Sure. Yeah. Golden age of RPGs is absolutely the the it. SNES okay. and PS1 era. Absolutely. Golden age of shooters you don't get to until well after Halo 1. Roughly yeah. 2011 20, yeah. 2012. Honestly. Modern Warfare 2 in my opinion like Modern Warfare 2 and Black Ops. Those were those were the ones That's that like, like 2008 2010. Yeah, like yeah. And, and and the games that came around them like Battlefield 3. Like all of those shooters oh, that mm-hmm. That happened at that moment where people yeah. still have them like high regard, high regards. I, hmm. I would argue that what those two games are doing is nearly identical. And I think both of them are widely praised because of it and both deserve that praise. And now granted, right? Granted, uh, a revolutionary game in terms of like storytelling is going to be very different from a revolutionary game in terms of gameplay. Sure. Because especially in this day and age, uh, there there are fewer and fewer narrative-driven games. A lot of the biggest games of our era right now 
are maybe not completely narrative free, but relatively narrative light or narrative free multiplayer experiences. You look at all of the big esports right now. You look at your competitive shooters. You look at Apex, yeah. things like that. Uh, in terms of what's getting mass appeal, it's not story-driven games right sure. now. So I can definitely see the point that uh, a revolutionary storytelling risk or something that makes you think yeah. about that in a different way in terms of the medium as a whole, as it stands right now, isn't going to be as important as something revolutionary from a gameplay aspect just because that's not where games are trending right yeah. now. Narratives are not the focus. I also think that's why Undertale exploded as much as it actually did, because you could say the same for the time period when it came out. Yeah. Because people were still playing the multiplayer games. It was, it was, it was, you know, it was different League ones, of but Legends yeah. It was still the most streamed game on Twitch at the time. Like, like no one cares much about it, but when it blew up so much and people went, oh my God, it's a story. And it still blew up. It's like, oh, hey, fuck, cool. That's I, not normal. That's honestly the reason why I got... Because I played Apex when it first came out. And I was like, yeah, BR, be, be whatever. But they started releasing these animated shorts. And I would watch those and I was like, how much money do I need to give you to put this on Netflix? Mm -hmm. So I can... I, I, I need to see more of it. first this. conversation yeah. we had. It, it's so... I don't... The, the gameplay is... It's tight. It's, it's got its thing. I enjoy it for the most part. There's some frustrating things, but I enjoy it for the most part. But what I think really sells me and brings me into that game is now I know why the voices that Wraith hears in her hair. Like, I, I, I get where that's coming from. I know, like, everyone's motivation. Like, there's something cool about that. Mm -hmm. Like, well, I think subtle storytelling has a specific, like, uh, interest, I sure. guess, because of that, because yeah. you get a you get a little bit of something. It's it's kind of like how you know we've been talking about anime forever. It's like when anime or TV show gives you a hint of something. Yep. How mm -hmm. episode two of One Piece, you get hmm. a little bit of information, and then hell of a long <laughs> way down the line, you go, oh okay, okay. that's cool. <laughs> it's like that kind yeah, of yeah. obviously less span of time, but you have a small piece of information which is also a gameplay mechanic, yeah. which makes it even more fun. Overwatch does that very well. Overwatch, oh, yeah. Overwatch is an yeah. amazing o example. Overwatch was the first game, I think, to understand that people will connect to it more if there is context. Have you seen the Overwatch 2 trailer? Yeah. 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 And that's, that's the thing it's like that... what you want. I think I, I have never seen a, a visual and auditory-like medium be put together together in such a way that like forces emotion out of you like that and it sounds so stupid to talk about like a small trailer like that but oh my god i there were, i watched that trailer so many times i don't even play overwatch that much now mm -hmm. like I, I think i may not have it installed on my computer but i probably will play overwatch too based solely off of that trailer like yeah. it's so well done because Context and storytelling and narrative are still important, even yeah. if they're not at the center focus of the games that people are playing today. The ones that tend to get the most attention, the ones that stick with people, the ones that stick around are the ones that remember, yeah, it's all well and good to shoot people, but shooters used to get by on that because they had the historical context of war. Once we got desensitized to just modern warfare, modern yep. warfare, yep. modern warfare, no context, no context, people lost interest. Overwatch brought that back. That's, I, I'm 
clearly I'm a huge fan of narrative. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> gasp, shock, spoiler, surprise. So like, what? I, I feel very passionately what? about stories and narrative in games, especially I think being able to experience a narrative in an interactive medium sure. is, is so unlike any other medium in which you can experience a story. Um, slight detour. Anyone here play heavy rain? Yes. Sorry, that took so, me way too. I was like, "Remember, which one was that? That was that." One. Yes, Heavy Rain that was in Detroit. I don't know if you played Detroit. Detroit, so uh, goddamn good. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but to to the point, right? Heavy Rain was not a perfect game by any stretch no. of the imagination. But nothing sticks with me more than that sequence where you literally have to hold and press buttons to cut off your own damn finger. It's chilling. It stays with you. <laughs> oh, can I mention one that that hits me the same exact way that does? Dead Space 2. Have you guys played the Dead Space franchise? I never finished either of them. I played them. Played 1 and 2, never played 3, because 3 was very weird. Okay, but, so yeah. yeah. The, 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 I loved that franchise for a long time. I'm not going to talk about it forever, because what time is it? Um, yeah. <laughs> Dead Space 1 was an amazing game. Uh, I loved it. It's just a great horror game. Awesome. Dead Space 2 started leaning into action yep. too much, and then Dead Space 3 is a straight-up shoot-em, yeah. and I, it's whatever. Like I played it to finish the series. That was it. Yeah. Dead Space 2 mm. is very hor- it's still very horror-esque. There's so much shit that happens where you're just like like your skin falls. Mm. And there's one very specific scene where there's a machine. It's been so long, so I hope I remember correctly. There's a machine you have to turn on, like like you have to turn on the machine, it's mm. dead. However, uh it needs a DNA a blood DNA sample for damn it. It's something about it needs like a DNA sample. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly why you have to do this. But it needs it. Oh, I've seen that. You, you guys have probably I've seen, seen that. It. Yeah, it's a scene where you have to lay down on a machine, and for this set, for this one little bit of the game, you no longer control your character. Instead, you control a needle. Your character is laying in a in a, in a chair, and is he's looking straight up, and you have a camera facing right at his eyes. Yep. And his eyes are constantly darting, and you can't control them, and you have to get a needle perfectly into the pupil by holding R2 and just slowly moving it down. And if you miss slightly, you jam it into your character's yep. skull and it is a restart. And well, the first time I saw this, I hate eyes. Yeah. I've worn glasses yeah. for a long time. <laughs> I hate things touching my eyes. Yeah. It is it is a it is a large fear. And I don't don't like it. The first time I played that game, when I got to this part, I went, okay. <laughs> and it worked perfectly. What? <laughs> it didn't kill myself. Got it. Got it. One and done. And I went. Never have to watch that. And then I watched it on YouTube. Yeah. Like an hour later. That's where I saw it. Holy yeah. hell, that yeah. is terrifying. But it literally made my heart just beat. I was like, I don't want to oh. do that. And that is not often in video games anymore. I find so. Yeah. Th- those moments don't happen. This this yeah. has helped me realize why why I stand in such defensive undertale. So thank mm. you for allowing no. me this diversion. No, you're fine. Because games are an interactive medium. Mm-hmm. Because it is it is not just the character, but it is also you controlling the character, making these actions happen. The fact that Undertale took advantage of the fact that it's an interactive medium in a way to tell the story that would not have been possible in any other medium. You can't have Undertale as a TV show. You can't have it right, as a movie. Right. It doesn't work. It took full advantage of what it is in a way that most things don't. It did it really well. It did it effectively. And it did it utilizing tools that would 
put your expectations in such a place just by their very nature because of that nostalgia sure. to then subvert them in a way that's just not possible any other way. The same way Spec Ops The Line sure. does. I, these things are not lost on me. Mm-hmm. I, I, and there's, there's a degree of respect I have for Undertale. I just... Sometimes opinion just gets yeah, in. Like, yeah. Sometimes it's just like... Eh. No, don't That's don't pro- that like yeah. Just like to to bring it back full circle, right? There's a difference between enjoying something and respecting something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I the thing is that's funny is I have a feeling if I if I were to sit down and play Undertale now, I might have a different opinion of it. It's I I don't think it's possible for me to get anyone into my mindset when that game was released. Because I was Literally reviewing games, like on a weekly basis. Every time something cool would come out, we'd get together. Uh, I don't think either of you know Neil, but we go to Neil's house. We sit Neil down. His... <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> we we go to Neil's house. We'd sit down and we'd record videos, like three videos at night. Boom, 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 and we would talk about different video games and different news and stuff. And I noticed there was a a huge shift in like the games that were coming out because like you can only there's so many triple a titles right yeah. the, the number of those that were released in a in a time window are finite like there's not that many of them because most that many. of them stack at the end of the year right. so you wind up having sure. three months where you get 30 titles and, and a lot of the time nine you, months of you nothing pick one yeah. right and you play it and then you have to base the other games off other people's I, opinions the thing that i think happened with that game in particular was the eye of media and Every, everyone in the gaming sphere was beginning to shift to look at indie games because indie games were where I was like, that's where I'm going to find Mirror's Edge. That's where I'm going to find my Kingdom Under Fire game. I don't know Shadow if you guys have Shadow of Colossus. Pray for the gods. That's the reason why I, I love that it. game. I haven't but heard Kingdom Under Fire in I'm years. so happy you my know about God. that game. Like th- Those games are so impactful to me. Like In growing up, I'm like, I've never played anything like Kingdom Under Fire, and I've never seen anyone try to make anything like Kingdom Under Fire. And at the time that Undertale came out, there was a hope, I guess, in me. I was like, any developer's going to do it. That's where I'm going to find what I'm looking for. And then when Undertale came out, to a degree, I feel like that that, that hope was disappointed because I was just like, don't go that direction. Like, I need you to come come back this way. Like, I need, I want to see something I've never seen before. And I guess when I sat down and played Undertale, there, the thing, like, the subverting expectations thing, I guess I don't put as much value in that because I feel like I've gotten that from other games. Like, I, like story plot twists, like, or even like big gameplay. Like, there's the, the famous Metal Gear Solid too where you're like oh hell yeah man we got your boy uh snake you gonna play this thing what's that not snake oh man i'm playing this right like like stuff like that so i guess when when i when i see that game it's it's through the eyes of 2012 joe not 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 current joe and i don't know maybe I'll go back and no, play it that, again. That, but, what what you're know. saying is totally fair because yeah. Lord knows I'm I'm not innocent of this in yeah. the slightest. There are definitely shows, anime, games, movies, whatever that just because of 
either when they came out, my personal feelings about someone in them or some of the subject matter or something doesn't matter the actual quality of it. I'm just like, no, I can't. I won't. No. If I may get a get a get a get an undertale word in here, because I'm I'm seeing two sides. Okay. And I'm and I'm understanding both sides entirely. I have basically a I am a flat line on Undertale. (laughs) I've played it. It's fine. I enjoy the game. I was also in the fandom that moved into that fandom. I've seen it from just many different perspectives. Yeah. And based on what you guys are saying, I think I, I, I see the, the, the line here. And the line being is that, in my opinion, personally, Undertale meets the requirements that you think it didn't in the sense of innovation. And, and the key word, I think, is gameplay. Because, sure, in terms of this 8-bit, pixelated RPG where I'm just walking around, sure. that's that's been done before. That's been done in plenty right. of times. That's where it draws from Mother and shit like that. Right. Totally. Gameplay in the sense of literal uh, combat, for example. Sure. That was, in my opinion, total innovation because... Not, not even, not even if you're doing the uh, the the no kill route, not mm-hmm. yeah. because in that in that route you're not you're literally not doing anything. Yeah. You're just clicking a button. If you play that game, there's not really much gameplay. You're essentially watching a reading a story in the same obvious in the same sense of have you guys played The Last of Us? Yes, bad at it, and that's why I haven't gotten it. <laughs> gameplay yes. aside <laughs> from that game, shooting aside, hiding aside, you're watching a long movie. Sure. To whereas Undertale is is an eight bit movie if you do it that way. That's how I see it at okay. least. And when you're not doing it that way, when you are fighting and when you are are doing the non pacifist route, whatever the route's called, the, even that gameplay, I can't name another game that's done that. Where where the the way you fight is I'm gonna move a little mouse and dodge shit in a box. That is interesting. I uh, like the the merger of RPG and bullet hell to exactly, my knowledge exactly. had never been done before. It, I agree. I don't think it's ever been done before, but I can see totally where the game absolutely draws from and you want to see something new, but I couldn't name another game that does I the guess, actual gameplay like 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 combat, I guess. Let me that I that guess this this may make this a little bit clear and I think you saying that may have helped me verbalize this or or at least frame it. The Undertale series is this bad word but the the undertale s games that came out after undertale like the the clones i guess you can say or the games that were clearly drawing from the success of that game right what what were those games like they were i couldn't even tell you Lord. well no not names no, but like good. what i'm saying, what I'm, what good, I'm saying is like the... i'm saying like what <laughs> gun to my head pull the trigger no, man. No, no but what, what i'm getting at is like what were they like like you had a bunch of like old school, eight bit, like older games, right? Like that. That they had. It's not. It's not about the eight bit. I guess. It's, I think it's like a pyramid. I think. The, I think the way you're trying to put it is, is like. No, no. What I'm getting at is like, which is better? What that game brought, or I keep saying brought, but like, whose clones are better for gaming? That game's clones. 
or the unfortunate fact that this game didn't have any clones. Like no one, no one saw this game and then said, "Oh, I, I that's so cool. I will attempt to make something like that." That didn't happen for Spec Ops. Okay, I, I, I see what you're saying. And that is what upsets me. I want that to happen for that, and not for the things that we got from Undertale, because I think Undertale has. Undertale's a, 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 a important game. I think it's great. What I think it brought about was bad. And because of that, that's why I have this black mark, I guess, for it. Whereas, especially when other games like this exist, or things like, even, even Pray for the Gods. That game is clearly a clone, like of, 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 Shadow, of uh, Shadow of Colossus. But it's done in a way that's new. And, and, and I, you get to experience those those things in a way that I would hope would spawn other developers to make new innovative things. What happened with Undertale, in my opinion, was that that did not happen. Instead, people said, oh, people are making money off of like the nostalgia feel of these old games. And it, part of that's on them. They missed the boat, right? Like they didn't, they, they didn't realize that the reason why Undertale was so big was because not because of the way it looked or not because it, it was appealing to nostalgia so much, but because of the actual gameplay of the game, right? So part of that blame falls on them. But I wonder if it would have we would have had the same story if that game was done differently. Like if that game was done in the same light as this, but had like the same message, I guess, uh, would we have gotten clones of this that may have we had another one that clicked because I don't, I can't think of another game like undertale that clicked. They were all trash. They were all really bad games. <laughs> like can, I, I can't think of another yeah, can, game. Can you, can you throw me like an example? I'm, I'm trying so, real so, hard. So this is, this I'm is, trying real hard to this get is, into and, 2012 and, and, Joe's no, this, brain. This is, this is why, this is why. And I, I guess I could look it up. I, I could not tell you a name of these games. What I can tell you is if you were to go on steam and I could, I guess I could do that. Um, if you were to go on Steam and look at the games that came out along the time of that game, it would be like, like I, I'm trying I'm, real, I'm, I'm, real I'm hard. I'm my Steam account, which might be a bad idea, but we're doing it because I want to get see, ready to blur out a lot of stuff. Bud. That's the problem. Like Woo. it's like, and, and even that, I guess you can use that where there was a the 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 year or the moment of visual novels on Steam, where one I, I, I don't know if it was How to a Boyfriend or what game it was that like was big but because that game was big then we got a slew of just trash visual novels and for a long time steam was just full with those i and remember I that era i hate that and that that's the thing that that i'm i'm trying to i guess explain about undertale it's not undertale All right, it's I, what undertale in my opinion caused i get what you're saying and my argument would be twofold okay first Anytime some to what Gabe I, Gabe sort of said this offhandedly earlier, and I didn't say much about it at the time, but now it's even more relevant, I think. And I would agree. Anytime something is big in the industry, sure, to that degree, oh, there's always a whole bunch of imitators. And I would argue that it is actually very, very, very rare that you get something that is inspired from that and is good much more often. Everything that comes out that tries to ape and imitate that is trash. Sure. That's true of AAA. Whether it, that's true whether it's imitating 
triple A indie regardless. And so while I get that argument, <laughs> I don't necessarily think it's fair to put that on Undertale. And the second thing that I would say is very Steam specific. Steam, especially in this day and age, has basically become the wild effing West. Sure. There is one one of the reasons, one of the best arguments that you could make for the Epic Store versus Steam. And the the fact that I have to say this sentence makes my skin crawl because Lord knows oh, I don't no. really want to support Epic. Don't say it, Mark. But one of <laughs> one of the best arguments you could make for the Epic Store is that they're way tighter on their curation with the stuff that gets put on the Epic Store, like because it's a much smaller storefront and it doesn't have to bear the weight of 15, 20 years like Steam does. You don't have to wade through a wasteland of similar to things that you've played at, like you do in Steam. And especially, especially now, granted, I don't think this was as relevant when Undertale came out, so mm. not super relevant to that part. But just in general yeah. now, uh, now that Steam has even more relaxed yep. their guidelines about what is and is not allowable on there, <laughs> you get so much like it's. So much of what's on Steam right now is garbage, and so much of what you'll get recommended is garbage. garbage it's yeah. not good, and right. that's like that's one of the pitfalls of having that sort of open marketplace. Now, granted, part of me has realized in the course of having this conversation, I've never been in games journalism, dear Lord. Yeah. So my, my experience, of course, is going to be different from yours. Sure. I didn't have the weight of all of that stuff going into it when I went into it. My my expectation, to be fair, I also specifically waited like a year after release because when it was super overhyped, I was like, I don't want to touch this right now. Right. Because this is like too many people are talking about this. I don't want to go into this with expectations of other people on it. I want to experience it myself. I want to form my own opinion. So it probably came out in what, 2016? I didn't play it until at least a year later. Did not play it until at least a year later. And I think that was the right move. I, I can't imagine how I would feel about it if I had played 2015. it. 2015. 15, Lord. Yeah. I can't imagine how I would feel about it if I had played it at the height of the 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 fandom machine behind it. Uh, my My experience would probably be way different. So I think what I'm saying is... Well, my personal opinion is sure. vastly different. <laughs> I think I fully understand where you're coming from and have no no further desire yeah. to yeah. to fight about. Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's I, I, I don't think you guys should shake hands. Yeah, now. I don't. I'll shake. By all means, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't see this in in the frame of like a fight. I guess. I I think. Oh, I do. Oh, okay. All right. Well, well I, I, I do, but that's because, like, there are very few things that I consider, like, important, just just important, right? Mm -hmm. Not even just to me as a person, not for the medium, but just, like, I think this is something important. And Undertale, especially, again, I think waiting was the right call because I went into it with the mindset that I did. Undertale became something that was very important to me, I think. And so I, I definitely get defensive about no, that's, stuff. That, that's fine. Yeah. Like the things that it's, it's a similar conversation I have. We have not said where we work, which I, which is good. Yep. I didn't bring that up. Um, Smart. Forgot to do that the last time. Um, but it's a conversation I've had with um, 
with Magic players about that game. I feel like different than any other card game uh, community, they get attached. They are attached to that game. If you say anything bad about the game, they get defensive. And I've I've gone on record many a times of talking about how I think that that game, the only reason it's still popular is because it has been popular. If it, imagine no 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 other new game in in the history of of uh, any new games that have come out since Magic. No one has copied their resource system. No one, because it's bad. It it's it doesn't it doesn't make for a game where skill rises above luck. And granted, you're playing a card game, so yeah. there's, there's always going to be there's a degree. Card game, yeah. But I think that game especially has it really bad because of the way that their resource system works. Yeah. Something that can literally not be changed. Sure, yeah. and there's nothing that you like, there's nothing you can do about it as a well, player. Like you could just not play. I mean, you could play Manalist Dredge. That's true. You <laughs> could do that, and that's how you get around. And be history's <laughs> greatest monster. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But but. I forgot where I was going with that now. Uh, and I, I get what you're saying. I, I think I think it was going to land somewhere along the lines of if Magic were designed today, it would be a very different game. Sure. But it's carrying a lot of weight. The the people that play it, that play it a lot, that are, you know, big in the scene. Right. They're carrying the weight of whatever it was that when they got into Magic. It's, sure. It's important to sure. them. And that's it's fine. Not There's even, nothing wrong with yeah. that. Like, it's not that Magic is the best card game. It's that Magic came along at a time when there really wasn't much like it. Yeah. And so, and even in the intervening years, there hasn't been much persistent that stayed after it. For people who, like, that's their thing, that's their hobby, it's important. It is an important game, never mind the fact that from a mechanical standpoint, it could be better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it could be better in terms of like building it. I don't think it can be better now. I think it is where it oh, is yeah. now. Like I mean, it, there's a reason why it's almost become non-existent multiple times. That's in, true. In its past. Yeah. And they got lucky. Yeah. Because it, it probably should have died at some point. Yeah, or at probably least forced them to revamp it. Like relaunch like, it or something. But Like it, it was very close to dying. Like, well, this is granted way back when, but like Ante. Like fucking oh yeah like that was a last resort that was a last resort of oh wow this game's gonna die cool we'll make it gambling <laughs> and then people went oh yeah we'll play it okay. and then they went oh, oh okay, okay we cool. don't gotta do that it's fine <laughs> hey, 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 don't worry everyone yeah which by the way do you want to get into an anti-format with me oh my goodness y'all probably not are you sure y'all yeah so here's my thing i, I have gonna wager your blue eyes white dragon the rarest card <laughs> and rip it. i i I have people that want me to get into Commander. I have people that want me to get into uh, when we get back into Standard, uh, get into Pioneer. I have people that want me to get into like a special format for Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't have time. <laughs> I, I it, it's fun to theorize and like mm-hmm. build all these decks and like come up with these ideas, but I it always comes back to when am I going to play it? And the answer is I just I don't have the time that to do it. That is my entire higher life like, and you don't have to say anything yeah. else i think <laughs> it's just like, that's that's especially true for people our age like yeah. once once you sort of hit this age and up thank you for saying uh, our age yeah <laughs> i appreciate it like uh there so much you don't have the free time that you used no. to that's why a lot of people who had tons and tons of hobbies as they were growing up once they hit our age 
have one or two that they pick and like, all right, this is, this is the hobby. Just you only have so many hours in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Hard truth. I, it's something that's cool to, to acknowledge though. Once you get there, I'm going to cut it though. Yeah. (laughs) It's 10 (laughs) 13. I know you guys have to be up pretty early. (sighs) I, 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 you assume I sleep. I hope you sleep. No, that's not good. Yeah. That's not healthy at all. Yeah, same thing. The doctor said the same thing. <laughs> I took a nap before I came here. Oh, I'm good. Well, I, I I don't have to get up nearly as early as you guys, but I do need to get up <laughs> roughly. But this is great. I I think what will ultimately happen... Have... I don't have to come back on. It's fine. No, no, what? I want you back on. I want both of you back on, especially for the... Uh, anime thing well at the very um, least let me thank you so much for having me on absolutely. i really appreciate it man can i say one thing because i have to say it what's up all right hold on <laughs> apex is a fun game right it's okay it's it's good it's all right who's the worst apex player of all time like person yeah human person the worst there's apex. a specific person i'm supposed to say oh i know who you want me to say <laughs> i really want you to say it you want me to say a, a person's Whose last name ends with or rhymes with Toyota, and his first name rhymes with. I don't know. Dor Dory 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 Toyota. The worst Apex player. Worst. This episode brought to you by <laughs> Disney <laughs> is, is and Toyota. Dory Toyota, and I promised him that I'd tell him that he's a piece of shit. <laughs> so, Dory Toyota, you're a piece of shit. The the same esque. Uh, thing I want to do with the anime, like anime moments thing, I will be doing a movie one and a video game one and like all the different like different types of media. And I want to. I volunteer. He's like I volunteer for all. Yeah. Volunteers tribute. Um, for all of it. I uh, Corey for sure is going to be on the. Oh, I have you have to put movie. me on with Corey one yeah. day. Yeah. Please. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might be good. You, you, Corey, and Michael, I think would be pretty dope. I don't know if you know. He's his the uh, his he does the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty fun. Um, but I definitely want you both back for the, the anime one for sure. Um, Love to. The thing <laughs> we'll try not to, I, I or I'll try not to. Uh, you said you wanted it to be like a half hour video, right? You wanted to. So we'll, we'll have shorter. to stay focused. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. the the, the we'll, have a, we'll have a button like a no no yeah. button. Like <laughs> the big the big hurdle with that is I I will probably record for thirty or so minutes, but the video will most likely ultimately end up being like. 12 minutes hey, that's 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 fine by yeah. me so that that's good but that that is what i love doing i love editing video editing is my shit that's what Please, i like oh doing my god so. i'll pay you money to teach me dude <laughs> it's it's not as hard as people think it is it's very simple it's it's when you get into the art side of it where you like yeah. i get to make this whatever i way i want yeah. to that I about it. But, audio editing was enough for me i no. can't imagine going into the video <laughs> side. so much fun but thank you again uh i don't know if you want to shout your podcast out again uh yeah so sure everybody knows uh, if, if you want to get into one piece at a manageable rate and <laughs> don't mind the fact that it's going to be a bit like quite frankly it's not a bad thing to have good tv to watch every week i don't think that's really a minus nope. you got a nice backlog you can check us out uh anywhere you can get your podcasts we are pieced together yep. i'll put it in the description and all that good stuff once again thank you again guys and we'll call it there will joe have us back on his podcast <laughs> Will we talk about topics again? No! Will we stay on track? Find out next time on Just About Anything! (laughs) Will we talk about literally just about anything?